All right, imagine how hard you could flex on all your friends if you had Gucci shades. Right now, you can go to Crown Point Eye Care and get 20% off of all Gucci sunglasses if you mention their ad with Local 219. Steam Whistle Coffee in Crown Point, Indiana is now offering a free cookie with any purchase of $5 or more. Are you a health nut or a gym rat or just the type of person who likes to do meal prep but you still want your food to be delicious? Head on over to Lean Kitchen Company in Sherrillville. Right now, they're offering 20 bucks off of every order of $50 or more if you mention their ad with Local 219. Prime Steakhouse on the Crown Point Square is now offering $10 off when you spend $50 or more when you mention their ad on Local 219. Asparagus is an Asian fusion restaurant in Merrillville on Broadway. And right now, if you mention this ad with Local 219, you can get 10% off of any carryout or online orders. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tasty 219, Season 4, Episode 8. It's very loud in here. There's a lot of people in here. We are at Ricochet for the Halloween event. Yet another on-location podcast. Correct. That's what we're doing. Uh, and if I recall correctly, the next two will also be on location to finish out the season. Yeah. On location is noisy, but it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And it should be more fun as the night progresses. Yep. Yep. So uh, we got a limited one-night-only menu. The menu's incredible. Yeah. Um, a bunch of limited cocktails, all that stuff. We're going to be trying all of it, talking about all of it, talking to a bunch of people who are here. And, uh, and yeah, that's what we're doing. So, uh, well, shit, I don't know. I'm going to lose my mic screwed we'll up. Have, we'll have plenty of guests on tonight. Oh, yeah, we'll have guests in and out all um, night. Yeah, so the workers are in... Uh, Halloween costumes? Yeah, a lot of them are. Everyone looks like they're having a good time so far. It's pretty packed for 4 o'clock on a Tuesday, I think. Yeah. So I think it is bringing people out. Yep. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you to cover this event. Thank you. Uh, thank you for setting up. Um, we're all ready to go. Justice has grabbed some keychains. That's what they're there for. Please take We're going to talk to Justice in a little bit and eat his taco. Yep. You're, do your thing, man. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, cool. Well, yeah. uh, let's, uh, we'll close off this little intro and then see what we're going to do next. Sounds good. See you in a bit. All right. We have a taco and we have a justice. Hello. That's Just, justice. A justice. Great to be here. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> You got to create one of the tacos for this evening's special menu at Ricochet. Uh, yes. So me and Reese, who also works in the back, he's kind of the brainchild behind this taco. He wanted to do a, a pulled pork taco with some barbecue and some slaw. And I'm the kind of the guy that made it happen. I tried out all these different recipes. So we ended up on doing a, uh, 
a, braised, a cider braised uh, pork cheek. We got some uh, togarashi slaw with red cabbage. We I made a maple barbecue sauce that the uh, pork cheek is like tossed in, so it's nice and sauced. Uh, we got some fried sweet potato that uh, Darren, the owner of Ricochet, he made. And uh, we got some smoked gouda and some apple fritz that are coated in a cinnamon sugar mm. and uh, cornstarch and flour, and they're fried. So when they came out of the fryer, they're like almost like mini uh, apple pies almost, but they're right on top. So it's a little bit of a sweet heat kind of barbecue pulled pork taco. Nice. I was with Justice on Sunday when he was making this sauce, and uh, I was also portioning some brisket, and we were dipping the brisket in the barbecue sauce, and it is really good barbecue sauce. So, why don't you take a bite of this taco first? Well, first I have a, a question. Well, then, while you ask uh, a question, I'm going to take a bite of yeah, it. Yeah, please do. Uh, so, for those of us that don't know, uh, what is a tagarashi slaw? Uh, so, a togarashi is a Japanese spice. It has a little bit of peppers, a little bit of uh, sesame seeds, and a little bit of, uh, I believe, dried kelp. So, it's kind of like a Japanese uh, spice that's kind of used on fish. We use it for... One of our tacos of the month, it's a recurring taco of the month. We have a togarashi uh, potato coin, so they're like hash browns. It's the, uh, I'm forgetting the name of it right now, the two chains. It has the watermelon and the pineapple on top. It has steak. It has tomatillo aioli. It's very good taco. It happens in the summer. We're going to have to wait until next go-around of it, but I highly recommend any anyone who's not had it to try it. It's a very great spice, great taco, but so it's a little just a little bit of spice, a little... A little faint. It's not too spicy, so if you're not if you're not good with spice, it's not gonna rock your socks off or anything. It's just a little bit in the end. We got the sweetness of the maple, the sweetness of the apple. Just a very kind of tame taco, I'd say. Very friendly for the beginner in the fusion funk world, I'd say. You absolutely can handle this heat level of this taco. And also, <laughs> I, I the bite I took was about damn near half of this taco, and it's fantastic. And, Great job. And now, what did you name your taco? Uh, we named it the pig face because it's a pulled pork taco, so <laughs> everything on the menu is kind of based off of, like, fictional characters or cryptids, that kind of, like, horror sense. So we went with the pig face just because... I have, to, I have to share a funny story that happened last night. We were getting ready and uh, thinking of costumes we were going to wear, and I told Larry, I said, remember that pig face that you have? I that- used to have this hellish rubber pig mask that <laughs> I, I said, don't know where it is. I said, what happened? No, that's not true. I said, what happened I threw to it away because it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I thought that was funny to bring up. Those so, rubber latex what, masks, those things are like, those are true horror for like a was, price of like 20 bucks. Or it now. was a nightmare. So but what, I, I, yeah, what, go ahead. No, go ahead. What, what, what did you think of this? I absolutely love it. Yeah. The sauce is delicious. I like the the apple situation at the end. Like It gives it a little bit of solid sweetness. Everything about it's really, really good. I'm a big fan of it. We originally did uh, dehydrated apples, so we sliced them up and put them in a dehydrator, which you would do for like turkey and everything. Sure, like sure. That. But they were kind. Of, they kind of got too thin, and you lost a lot of the apple flavor. It's still just kind of like a tartness. But right. so with this, you kind of still, still have the apples, a little bit more uh, sweetness. You don't lose any flavor. You just get more to it. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, this uh, is really good. I like this one a lot. Yeah, you can finish it if you want. For sure. Yeah, because there's gonna be some more exotic stuff down the road that I'm gonna have to finish that you won't be into. So that's fair. I'll yeah, take this it. one is really good. Yeah, this is really good. I will say, out of the seven tacos today, I've had five of them just because nice. we've we spent a long, everyone here at Ricochet, Stavi, Zeus, Darren, we've spent a long time working on these recipes. 
came out to support him. All of them are amazing. The Kraken is a personal favorite of mine, other than I don't want to hype up my tacos too much, but I... I you can, who cares? No, Go you need to from, enjoy from, yours. From everything, everything that I've heard from it, everyone has, every aspect of it, everyone has thoroughly enjoyed, so I'm very proud of that. I'm glad, I'm happy for Reese for kind of coming out of his shell in like the chef world and putting something on the table that is, yeah. is apparently a big hit. Yeah, so. big, good job, uh, Reese doing a, not a, not a Reese thing. It's very cool. If you knew Reese, you'd get it. Yeah. Reese is an angel, but. I don't know if I've met him. Oh, you've met, you've met Reese. Chancellor brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the one in the pink shirt. He has like the glass sunglasses on. He the, looks like uh, <laughs> the, the villain in an '80's movie, like the, the asshole in uh, the an '80s high school kid. movie. Yeah, <laughs> he but, nailed it. But the gozu, that's uh, Stavi's taco. That's good. The deliverance, which is Yusu taco. That's good. But Darren, who's in his wonderful mind of food creation, the kraken, I think, is really out of this out of this world. The uh, I'm very has, excited to it try. It has like an olive kind of pimento slaw or something, but that's great. It's great with the octopus. All these, I mean, I I don't want to. Yeah, I will. Ricochet, knock it out of the park when it comes to special tacos. All of our events, I feel like we do amazing stuff. That is what we do. Not not for the everyman per se, but if you're if you're in the region and you want to try something and not go to all the way and go on a trip, go to Chicago just to find some good, like, fusion food. I feel like Ricochet and all the blockheads and uh, tomato bar, That's a those are a good starting point if you're beginning your culinary, culinary adventure. Yeah, adventure to <laughs> Thank you. I absolutely can back that. That's a, that's a good sentiment. I, yeah. I agree with that fully. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, thank you for joining us and sharing your creation. It was a pleasure to be on here. Oh, uh, and, I, I really like the have, idea of having the, the mind behind the taco with us. Oh, I think that's smart. It is actually great to see what you put into your work and that you're excited to share it with everybody. And very cool. I am just very glad that there's been, it's been super positive feedback. Larry, when we were in the basement as I was making the sauce, he was doing laps around tables hyping me up so great <laughs> it was a lot of fun <laughs> but it was a great and what is the drink that you're drinking again uh, it is a wiseacre gotta get up to get down it is a oatmeal stout but it has a little coffee flavor I uh for anyone I'm newly 21 so uh, <laughs> brand new brand new I uh I haven't dived that deep into craft beers because I feel like you got to kind of appreciate the not great stuff before you can get into the very... Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, for those of us that don't know, you and I share the same birthday. Yes. So I think I'll always have a special connection with you on that. And if you haven't had... Uh, a lot of craft beers. One of my favorites is on the menu tonight, and that's from Zorn, and it's the After Two IPA. Oh, so I, I would suggest that you try that one. That's, I hadn't tasted that. That's good. I'm not a huge IPA person mostly, but that one is not too bad in my book. That one. That's one of my favorites. So again, thank you for joining us, and if uh, time allows, come back on again later and tell us more about the night. I, I'll see what I can do. I'm a little busy later tonight for. Non-food related. Oh, uh, uh, Larry knows that I Tuesdays and Thursdays I got stuff going on, but yeah, man, pleasure to be on you. Thanks for having me. I uh, absolutely time. Thank you so much. We're going. We got uh, we got shots of more, and we have Darren, who is the big guy. Darren is the big guy. Yes, both uh, 
metaphorically and physically. Yes, El Gordo Supreme. <laughs> and clarify for me and the other listeners, what is your role? Uh, I am the owner, operator, and executive chef of Ricochet Tacos. And the other two entities in that group, or just Ricochet? Just Ricochet. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do a little consulting work for them through our parent management company, um, but predominantly I focus on Ricochet. Okay. Super. Yeah. yeah. Super. That's cool. I never it, knew that. You didn't know that? I don't know. I don't talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I talk to him all the time. Everybody knows that. There's something. What is that? I, I don't know. Probably my phone making noise. I'll move it. It's okay. So, um, it could have been mine. Um, it totally was. <laughs> and which of these creations did you come up with for tonight's event? Uh, uh, general layout and uh, structure was all me. The uh, queso fundido. The Chicago-style popcorn elotes. Um, both desserts. And then the octopus, carnitas, duck confit carnitas, roasted cauliflower, and seared shrimp taco were all mine. Um, the pork belly uh, was Zeus's opportunity to be a little more creative. Uh, the pig face... I helped Justice along in sure. the development of that. Sure, sure. And then uh, Stavi did the uh, Mojo Grilled Steak, the Shishito Pepper, and the Langoustine Cakes. All of those are very Stavi. Very much so. It absolutely tracks a lot. Yeah. I, I get it. Hey, you, wanna, you wanna do these? So uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about. I'm gonna do it. The sure. shot that you have. Uh, this is Malort, and it will make Cheers. you fight your dad. Yes, I've had this before. It's nasty. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Champagne of pain. Here we go. It, uh, it's something. It hurts. Um, I don't particularly like it, but it's very easy to drink, which is crazy. It's not easy. It is. I'm oh, a fan, I though. love it. I'm a fan. Well, the I people love that oh, love Tina. it really What love are these? It. Isn't she going to tell us? What the? F- I said, what are these? And she just bounced. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Do you know what these are? I have no idea. Cool. All right. And with us now, we have Dana, who is the wife of Darren. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm and, Dana. And you? I love your glasses. And Every time you have different glasses, they're always sick. <gasps> they're frames regardless. Yeah. Yeah. They're her uh, Tina Belcher glasses. <gasps> I see it now. Yes. And I you were instrumental in creating the drink menu for tonight. Yes. I was, yes. Um, so, you know, we're huge Malort fans. So you are as well. I am as well, yes. Okay, so as Darren said, <laughs> he uh, loves me, and we met over basically our mutual love of Malort. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, oh, my Lord. Oh, uh, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we met on Tinder, and I had in my profile, buy me a shot of Malort so I know it's real. <laughs> And he was the only guy to not be like, oh, I'll show you a real shot, but kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, 
Yeah, I drink a lot of Malort. Yeah. <laughs> Can you keep up? And, yeah, and so yeah. lots of Malort has been drank. So anyway, yeah. uh, we wanted to do a Malort-focused menu. Um, and so, like, my approach for it was kind of just to base it off of, uh, like, classic cocktails that I already enjoy. Um, so you guys don't have one in front of you right now, but I believe you tried it, the Malortisha Adams. I did. It was dry ice, and it was bubbly and smoky. Yes. Visually, it was super sick. And yeah. you can absolutely tell there is Malort in it, but it is good. So that one, obviously, I'm stoked on the name because it just came to me. It's and super I was like, clever. Uh, got it, yeah. Um, so that one's based off like a French 75, you know, with right, gin, right. lemon, um, champagne. And then, um, so I kind of used it like how you would use Campari in drinks. It's kind of like okay. a bitter element to kind of balance out sweet and like other flavors in the Respect. cocktails. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so to go back to the Bitter Witch, um, that one, I don't remember what that one was based off of, but it's like a nice fall drink um, with the allspice dram and the orgeat. Make in the raspberry jam, kind of taking in those berry flavors, some spice, and then the rye whiskey, the bite of the rye whiskey, and then the little hint of bitter from the Malort. Um, and then our RIP punch is just, you know, your like family parties sherbet or sherbet punch. Sherbet. <laughs> um, I love party sherbet punch yeah. for real. <laughs> so uh, it was a good option to offer it. Um, as a uh, non-alcoholic option for Absolutely. people that don't imbibe or kids or whatever. But, uh, and then She put Sailor Jerry in yes. this, though, which yeah. is sick because I'm a big fan of it. And uh, I kind of uh, think she knew that. Oddly <laughs> enough, though, like, not terribly easy to find in a bar. Not a lot of people have it, which it's is stupid because it's substantially better than Captain. Yeah, it's yeah. a great rum. I want to go back up to the Bitter Witch. For those of us that this. don't know, what is Orjat? So, oh, so orgeat is like a toasted oh, almond, almond um, syrup with uh, clove in it, I believe. Also. Yeah, it's it's typically false spices. It has like cloves, cinnamon, sometimes nutmeg. Um, orgeat is used to coat the mouth. It's to give the beverage a thickened feel without thickening or adding fat to it. Ah, respect. That makes sense. It's a super common ingredient in um, tiki drinks or tropical drinks. I love tiki drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, and, who um, cooks at home? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. I never cook on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not on holidays. And I don't make decisions on my birthday. Typically, it's me. How many decisions yeah. anyway? <laughs> And your normal position with the company is you do all the digital media, is that right? I do. Um, so I do all of the marketing and a lot of the graphic design. Yeah, uh, so too. the pictures that we see on Facebook and Instagram, those are originating from you? Sometimes they're from me. Um, I've tried to outsource that to either <laughs> talented people within our company or hiring professionals that could uh, take, you know, high-quality food photos for us, sure, but yeah. then I yeah. definitely curate them once I get them. Very so cool. Yeah. I'll take that credit. Yeah, you're 100% the director of all of it. So. Yeah, like creative director, yeah. I guess, a little bit, too. So the event, is that a collaboration between the both of you? Whose idea was it to do this? Uh, 
kind of both of us. I was complaining about a bad review we got about how we're not good Mexican food. It's not Mexican food. You know, yeah. And we don't ever claim to be. It doesn't say Mexican anywhere on anything. I know, but, you know, there's there's a thing that people think about tacos that it has to be Mexican, even though it technically can't even be found back to Mexico. Sure, like, but I mean, I get the mindset know. for sure. I do understand, but like, just try a yeah. little bit, do like an ounce yeah. of research, and yeah. then you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you'll you'll find that tacos are they're so versatile. It's the same as a sandwich. You know what I mean? It's or a pierogi or a ravioli or an egg roll. Like, you can't tell somebody that like a taco is wrong because of what you put on it. Like, I don't go to Taco Bell and tell them they're doing their shit wrong. I don't go to, like, any other Mexican restaurant and tell them they can't serve fucking chicken tenders and french fries. Right. You know, like, it is what it is. Like, we just serve tacos differently than other people do so that you could try something new and different and you're not going to the same place with a different name in the same town with a different name in the same state with a different name. The monotony is what drives us all to, you know, craziness. I understand so that. So we try to take a, a vessel of the tortilla and and utilize my background in fine dining and French and Italian and Japanese, like, fusion training. All the and, really complex shit. And add it to and add it to what a taco is. So, this kind of came from us getting a couple of reviews by people that were like one star because it's it's not Mexican or it's it's bland because there's too much going on. So I went out Which and I don't I'm, think is how flavors work. I <laughs> made it <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you, you know like yeah. So I got gaudy with it. You know, it's like people told me that my food was too busy so I got busier and I was like yeah. how about that so we did this to get busier we used Malort because people have a similar opinion of Malort oh, well, um, I guess here's a good segue so <laughs> taking that like little tangent bitter so bitter yeah. just like Malort <laughs> and just like the bitter witch cocktail yeah. like, <laughs> and my spite and my bitter nature yeah. Like, I'm just, I don't know. So we, we did it. And it was it was a way for us to kind of take some ideas that just, like, sit in my brain. Oh, you're going to get a lot of this. I am super. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say a couple of things here. Yeah. I obviously well known even to people who listen to the show. Huge fan of you. I'm pointing at Darren if you can't see because you're, you can't Aww, see because you're listening. Big fan of Darren. Big fan of Darren's food. Thanks. I've been a big fan of Darren's food before I was friends with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's not just a, a bias yeah. thing. Thank you. I've always loved it. You can confirm that if you want to. Yeah. I do confirm that, but I think I hear more compliments about this one come out of your mouth. <laughs> Me? I mean, you know, literally that's... all the time. Aww. That's true. It's yeah. deserved. Yeah. I mean, she's. Uh... I think you guys are so similar. That he doesn't appreciate you as much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny because we've known the same people for over a decade, but we only met last year. Yeah. Last year. Isn't that yeah. weird? 
like some of our closest friends have been our closest friends since man even 20 years ago 25 never met until last year yeah (laughs) that's crazy though small world well i guess pretty similar though you know you're absolutely right because we'll finish each other's sentences and shit too so it's (laughs) strange it's it's cute it's cute shit it's cute guy stuff it's obnoxious idiot stuff yeah it's cool, man. It's broy stuff without all the mat, like weird masculinity. Yeah, without the toxic masculinity. Yes, <laughs> there's actually none of that. No, no. Now you also have another location in Valpo, which yeah, opened opened originally, right? Yes, that is our our flagship location, and th- and this concept wasn't even mine. Uh, Ricochet started uh, as a concept of one of my business partners. He has several concepts that he. He passion projected a long time ago and was like, I'm going to open all these. He jumped into Ricochet um, because he felt he had an opportunity to do so, but he didn't have enough time to really focus on it. And at that time, we had a restaurant called The Market, um, which is still in, it's, it's still in business. But at that, at that time, we had a Southern Fine Dining concept. We were running out of it. And we were closing the dining room aspect of that because it just wasn't functional in the space. It was too expensive to operate the building. But the concept is huge. But the concept itself was truly a, a diamond in the rough. It was similar to what Husk is in Nashville. And I'm... I'm really blowing smoke up my own ass with that. Go ahead, man. Uh, Do it. It's deserved. Oh, damn, there's hella food here. Yeah, here it comes. Um, to finish that thought, though, um, there was a segue they could make to keep me involved in the company, and it was that they could move me to Ricochet to help develop the brand. Thank you, Taylor. You know, or, you know, I could find a greener pasture you know, somewhere else. And they felt value in my skill and ability, so they asked me if I was interested in coming to this location and, you know, I could really do whatever I wanted. And I'd never worked with tacos extensively before. I never really even respected them the way that I I dove into the concept, right? So, like... Working in Italian fine dining, working in French fine dining, doing French and Japanese fusion comfort food in Chicago, coming to Indiana, developing a southern fine dining concept, doing a tapas restaurant. Like, I've, I've gone into, like, really, really deep, respected elements of food, but I've always eaten tacos, and I've always eaten, like, the grimiest bottom-of-the-barrel two o'clock in the morning while I'm wasted like dives of taco spots and they're fantastic and 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 even going into like the seediest peeled vinyl floored like bodega style like let me get some barbacoa out the back joints you know and I love them but I never appreciated them like I should have your plosives are off the charts. My what? Your 
explosives. Oh, I got really nice <laughs> limiters and shit. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. My bad. It'll be okay. I don't even know what that word means. That's uh, how fucking awesome. P and T sounds go. Oh, but uh, no, my I've bad. got a million plugins. They're they're uh, gonna be gone. So, uh, when nice I nice wording though. Thank you. When I, I do a lot of podcasts. When I took it on, um. It was more a challenge to myself and also a way for me to kind of take a step back from taking myself so seriously um, with food. But I couldn't help but get really weird with it because that's just my style. Hell yeah. I just try to keep myself entertained and I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I get super irritated when people want to get vocal about it because I don't feel like most people know what they're talking about when they talk about food. And I mean that genuinely. Uh, however arrogant it sounds, most people that want to formulate an opinion have no idea what they're fucking talking about when it comes to food. Like the so, Google review food critics. Oh God, world. yeah. Like people Let's, who go to like local restaurants and yeah. like re- record themselves talking about it for no. a while. <laughs> I'm like, but, that's what the fuck I do. Well, I mean, like. <laughs> And honestly, yeah, most you know, of the time, don't know what I'm talking about. But that's what's happened with social media. It's given everyone a voice yeah. and yeah. no accountability behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say anything you want without yeah. repercussions. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even like, uh, you say accountability, and I want to caveat that with um, structured control, right? People are allowed to, like, embellish and say whatever they want about what they experience, even though it's, like, so drastically rubber-banded from what they actually experience. You know? Like, you... You know, I won't get into the whole review culture too deep. Sure, sure. But, you know... Well, we had someone say that our they had a terrible margarita here, and I guarantee you that these are the best margaritas you're going to have in... Northern Indiana. Period. Yeah, that tracks, actually. Period. They said that they had a margarita that tasted like their four-year-old made it. Mm. Now, why is your four-year-old handling tequila? You're a bad no, parent. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, why you're allowed to say things of that nature, I mean, I get it. The standard person shouldn't, should know what, you know, what to take seriously and what not to take seriously. But in an environment where you're reviewing something... Right when you're when you're affecting someone's you know business value, when you're affecting the way that people look at going somewhere, sure. you should give an honest take, right? Honest takes with a real perspective are under like un, they're greatly appreciated but under underutilized, right? People Fair. always want to like Chinese telephone it or I don't know if that's a term anymore. I don't think it is. But I don't um, know. I'm old. A, I yeah, just messed up. Maybe. A race tied to anything. Maybe just. Yeah, that's know. just messed up, yeah. right? Yeah. Just I apologize to your viewers for using probably not an okay term. This is a lie, and I'm for sure gonna <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it, man. Uh, but you know, like, people shouldn't be allowed to have their own like. Exaggerations to those types of sentiments kept in a public forum. I should at least be able to control how out of the box that is, you know? And with that being said, I don't even give a shit about them anyway. 
they're stupid. Reviews are stupid. Don't listen to them. Uh, for the most part, well, they're most only of them, they're not constructive. They're I didn't like yeah. this, and I'm sorry. You could have looked yeah. at the menu. You could have looked at pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mostly multiple choice style people. Uh, information is so easy to find. So easy. Like, well, I feel like the when I look at reviews, I always throw out the high ones mm-hmm. and I always throw out the low ones, and I tend to go down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually the high ones are someone that's affiliated with you as, yeah. a, as a restaurateur yeah. or something like that. And same thing with doctors. You're going to find negatives about every doctor and positive about every doctor. You're going to find you that about your, like, your yeah. choice of your doctor off of Yelp, though. Like, yeah. That, I don't mess with Yelp. Yelp, uh, to anybody who's listening to this, if you follow anything on Yelp or you involve yourself with Yelp, you are dealing with a terrible company, and uh, well, they yeah. they yeah. used to extort businesses for good and bad reviews. So they still do. We just got an email about paying to remove bad reviews. Like yeah, the other so day. don't don't mess with for Yelp real? and don't yeah. oh shout don't, out Yelp for that. Yeah, That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. They're they're terrible people, and they should all die in a fire. Anyway, uh, so on to some more. We got some food here. We got did some food here. Did you take pictures of these two? I sure did. Okay. So you got some weird stuff out here. Uh, these are my three appetizer uh, contributions to this menu. Um, one of which is... Oh, Susan's a baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. that's good. <laughs> weird, weird <scene>. yeah. <laughs> that's a big old head, too. That's a healthy baby. When they got big heads like that, you know that they're going to be they're gonna be great. Um, so these three appetizers are my three contributions to this menu, right? Um, I'm in. I'm in. Now, like, when when I construct a menu item, it's usually something I've, I've had that I thought could be better or that I wanted, nope. that I, I wanted to um, create out of an inspiration that I had or a cookbook that I've dived, like, way too deep into or a blog or whatever and you know in this regard or you know one time when I got real high when I was 18 and had an idea and it came back to me right so um, with this a lot of this is very constructive a lot of this is like um, comes from somewhere Uh, what you have in front of you are a Chicago style popcorny low taste um, this was, as I forementioned, something that I probably thought about when I was really high when I was 18. That whole damn lots of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, it makes so much sense, but makes no sense at all in, like, every aspect of, like, what shouldn't make sense and what shouldn't make sense just exploded together. And it, it doesn't, doesn't. Um, I pride myself on being, like high-end white trash. Um, it's a it's a coin term I go with with the fact that I, I use premium ingredients and um, commodity like ingredients. Chips on shit. And I put chips on shit. Or it's like I, that one place in Nashville yeah. with the single slice of American cheese on the hash brown. Husk. Husk. Like, yeah, like that you mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah. Elevated oh. food with a little bit of white trash on it. Yeah. Ah, damn. Good so, for that shit, man. I love um, that. Yeah, what, exactly. Like, I'm also white trash. Great so. food doesn't have to be unapproachable. What a lot of people, I yeah. mean, may... White may, trash is approachable as hell. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> because everybody at some point didn't have enough money to buy something and like you're like all right a double cheeseburger sounds fucking great 
and it's a dollar ninety nine. Um, or or not, but that's that's what I know. You know, that's what I've oh, yeah. like I've grown with. But uh, you know, a lot of things that, like uh, with chefs, particularly when they've worked in fine dining, um, I always revert back to the the line cooks at Alinea in Chicago, known in the Midwest as like the coup de gras of restaurants. Right? This is the the. Elite of the elite in terms of you know getting Michelin stars and whatnot. Now, Alinea, you know, it's long hours. You work long shifts. You know, most cooks don't take a break willingly. This is something they choose to do, sure, because they want to have their mise en place ready. You know, and it's a it's a an issue of work ethic and pride. And I don't like when people. And maybe this is old world of me when people look down on that, when people are like, hey, I'm not taking a break. I'm going to get my shit done. We're going to get our everything in place, and we're going to rock this service. I because that for sure. Because I'm, this is something I hold true, and I'm proud, and we're going to make the best thing that we can make. I skip my lunch at work yeah. all the time. Not, like not here, like when I'm printing, yeah. I skip my lunch at yeah. work all the time because I got shit to get done and I'm proud of what I do. And I totally get that. And you can just kill it. You can just, you're Absolutely. killing it. You're doing a great job. You're working fast. You have a great pace. You're not going to take a break. So the Cooks at Alinea, they get a family meal, right? And they eat it, but that's midday, whatnot. They get off work. They want a drink. They go to a spot called the Diner Grill. It's on Irving Diner Park. Diner Grill, the Slinger. The Slinger. Okay, you know it. We lived in Chicago at the same time. Yes, we did. <laughs> now so, more fucking things that there's, we are the same. There's a there's a, a menu item at the Diner Grill that most people don't know about. It's called the Dick Burger. Shit, yeah. <laughs> you know about the Dick Burger? No, but it's not the name. Yeah. The Dick Burger was created by a dude. This is lore. Uh, by a dude named Richard that worked at Alinea, and what he did was he would get off work, he'd go to the Diner Grill. He'd get a cheeseburger with bacon, hash browns, and a fried egg on it. And a fried egg on it. Now, it's all flat top, short order food. But you know what? Like, that's what we live on. We as chefs, we get off work. We didn't eat all day. We're dehydrated. We're hungry. We probably had some whiskey. We're going to go get a fucking double cheeseburger. And. Hell yeah. That's, that's where this is. So, you know, like, I. I live on commodity foods. That's a long story that I just said for <laughs> the fact that, like, I eat Cheetos and chips when I have time to eat stuff because, like, I oh, like Cheetos. I like fucking chips. And, like, I put it on food that I take a lot of time to make because chips are fucking cool. And, like, the thing is, is that, like, even everything you have in fast food, it took somebody time to study and develop that. And... McDonald's is a fucking science college for a fucking reason. That's yes, they do. That's an actual thing. Oh, it's an actual thing. And a lot of people don't respect it, but I do. And I not, respect the shit out of that. Not to say that I would serve anything the way that McDonald's ever does, ever. Because, oh God. dude, it's silly. It's so silly to eat a Lotes with crumbled up Cheetos... Caramel Pirate's Booty, which is fucking stupid to say. And uh, what you don't realize is on here is fish sauce caramel. That's, so, oh, my God. Fuck you, dude. 
and it's fucking no. wild, right? Yeah, it's, it's like wild. Sunday, me and Zeus are working and we're making this, and it like ruined oh, my got, life, he, dude. God damn it, man. <laughs> Bombed you out, right? That's what it he made it like weird feet yeah. in the whole basement. Oh, yeah, that but, fish uh, sauce, it gets funky. Once, once it, it cooled and it settled and it thickened up, and I'm like, okay, well, we're yeah. both going to take a spoonful of this because we just went through this, and we have yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. And it was tight. I couldn't believe that yeah. that was good. Mm-hmm. That's a myth? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just like a finishing caramel to that. But the fact of the matter is, is that, like, that recipe is one that, like, I adjusted that came from a book called Smoke and Pickles that I have which is done by a dude that was on Top Chef that has like a lot of really great Korean recipes that I've been Korean food is probably my favorite food it's pretty tight yeah Um, but I've been meaning to use fish sauce caramel and this is the way that I found it to be the most intriguing and Greg when you try this you'll understand I think it was very good. Did, did you try this already? I did, yeah. It's it's so unique, but it blends well. Oh and you, God, my mom's here. Your palate <laughs> understands but doesn't understand it at the same time. And it, it's just, it's rad. Um, the, that literally just scared me. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are here. That's a pretty good costume right there. Frankenstein, he's pretty <laughs> good. That's our uh, Zorn Brewing oh, rep. Uh, and uh, and then his wife is rep. the... Uh, it's good. <laughs> um, and then what so what you have here is you have uh, Chicago style popcorn elotes with cheddar cheese. Um, it comes with crumbled Cheetos and crumbled caramel pirates booty and then fish sauce caramel on top. Uh, we use chips to dip it. It's super savory, it's super umame. It's super salty, and then the natural sweetness of the corn really... That's all of the flavors that exist. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's balance. All about balance. Everything is about good. balance. Balance is key. Um, what else you have here is you have a little kimchi queso. I've been thinking um, about this all day. Yeah, this... Or, uh, kimchi it's queso beautiful. fundido. I'm a big fan of queso fundido. I used to go to this spot on uh, Clark and Wilson at 2 o'clock in the morning and I would get queso fundido with their arbol salsa and um, I've been low-key like obsessively um, in love with queso fundido ever since and it was I I ran this restaurant called Delice on uh, Irving and Southport and we would get off work and I had this problem with um, trying to perfect the Manhattan beverage, so I drink like a lot of Maker's Mark. Be shit hammered and go to this spot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it. And I would get their queso fundido con chorizo with uh, chips and arbol salsa, and I would eat it and then ride my bicycle home, probably way too drunk. So steamroller, let's go. Yeah, there you are. I was there. I really appreciate the vessel that it's served in. It almost looks like a black cauldron. (laughs) Yeah, you like that? Yeah. So I've been like, I've been jamming on these. I was going to do a queso fundido when we first opened, and I backed off real hard. It's good, right? Yeah, that's good. It's super good. That's good. So it's. You know, an American cheese-based queso that has chorizo. Um, 
Mm -hmm. um, gochujang paste, kimchi, and a nice mango chili crisp on top. Super good. That is good. Again, super umame, but mm. also balanced. So I feel like with you sitting here that I could be critical. Absolutely. Please because do. I'm sitting in front of you oh, and, move. and not behind a Yelp review or anything hey, like so that. Oh, yeah. I already know what it's going to be. Do you? It's that the, the chips are too thin. <laughs> <laughs> Has Larry Is, told you that all no, the time? It's because no. I'm very picky about oh, the chips. I've never once mentioned that you always <laughs> yeah. are shitting on the chips. Everybody Especially with the pizza box nachos. There's so much so, stuff on there, and I feel like the chips don't hold... Where do you work to that? Um, so, uh, I, I accept. I hate the chips that we serve. Um, we sell so many chips that it's impossible for me to make my own chip, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. And at one point in time, I was buying the perfect chip. The I per those chips. Yep. They were so good. And, I and buy them from the grocery store. <laughs> and those, those perfect chips came from a company that perfected the chip in Michigan. And they, it, it took me a long time to get a hold of these chips. But when then I finally got a hold of them through distribution and purveyors, like by the time I got them, I was paying like way too much money for a bag of chips to to try and sell because people want chips free. Right. And, and they came like their you know, chips are fragile to begin and, with and they would just come like and I, half. I know, would rather have an airy, crumbly, delicate chip than right, have right. than have a basic forgettable corn chip. Right? Sure. Okay. Like Okay. The, the 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 kryptonite to my chip is like the stadium style nacho chip, right? That is like fuck off and die chip, right? <laughs> well, the speedway chips. Yes. Yeah, I fucking love movie this. theater chips, little like, league baseball game chips, movie yeah. theater nachos and gas station nacho cheese. That shit flows through my veins because I am white trash and I'm about shit. That stuff is good. See those chips though? I can't. I hate them. I get it. I They're personally salty, hate them. But like, that's just tight, man. So I'm in. I'm in the process of finding another venue for chips, and I have it. It's a matter of them being willing to work with me. Absolutely. And we at one point had that relationship. I eliminated it, and I'm trying to get it back. Sure. Um, so the chips will change. That's. You know, they will. They and will. now let's move on find to else. the third. So this one, appetizer that you brought out, which I haven't seen yet, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I have not. Yes. Also, I need some more candle. Anybody? Can I get a fork? A fork. That was him. Darren's throwing shit at you. Can we get silverware? A water? I need a. Alcoholic beverage of some sort, and he needs a water and some silverware. I need fucking water. I need some silverware. Some forks. I need a drink. I don't give a shit as long as it has Malort in it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah. 
five people. I'm like, I need forks. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need a fucking fork, dude. Hot language. I'll be right back. He's been cussing this whole time. You didn't send your He's a guest. He's a guest. Oh, and this is my show and your show. I like cussing. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I should probably no, not. I, I cuss on this show a lot. Okay. It's it's fucking fine. Oh, so, so we're on to the third appetizer. Drinks cool, sure, sure. Thank you. So this appetizer is what is called stacked enchiladas. This is a southwestern delicacy, as they say, and in Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, if you go to the seediest spot you're gonna find, and you ask for the enchiladas, you're going to get them stacked. It's gonna be stacked like. A fine crepe pancake, it's really right? Pretty. And it resembles lasagna. And in, in this case, I have I have some nice um, white corn tortillas that are stacked with um, a traditional enchilada sauce. And in the middle, I have a nice like sweet corn and black bean um, ragu. Sure. And then. In between each layer is queso chihuahua and queso añejo. Mm -hmm. And then we bake it until it's perfect. And then we top it with a little more of the caramelized enchilada sauce, a fried egg, which is traditional to the region, and then a little uh, pickled corn and bacon salsa. I'm going whole deal, and I'm not yeah. an egg person, and I'm going for it. I'm doing the egg. I got to. You got to. You kind of got to. It's, I'm it's all about you. the yolk, I'm, really. I'm very uh, opposed to if someone comes up with something very creative and then put passion and heart into it, and you want to mock something, fuck you. Don't eat it. Either either get it the way it's intended or don't have it. Sorry for cursing so much. It's Halloween. I'm having fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this not a cursing podcast? Oh, it, it is. He just yells at me about it. But oh. I, I curse. <laughs> when I do something clean in my life. All right. So, how is it, Larry? <laughs> this is fantastic. Here you go. Pass it Tell around. us what's fantastic about it. I just had something with an egg on it, and I enjoyed it, which is huge for me. Um, the like these plates are really pretty too. It's like a stoneware with like kind of like an Aztec feel. I love the little pickled situations on top. I'm also a huge sucker for anything pickled anytime, no matter what. Pickle the world, and I'm in. I love pickled everything. I've recently learned to like quick pickle things, and it just like oh, sure. you know you were talking about elevating dishes. It's the easiest way to like elevate anything i'm like ooh, here's some lime juice and vinegar oh well, soak this in vinegar it's gonna be easy, better yeah <laughs> what's, and then the, the, what's the most fun thing you've pickled i haven't pickled anything fun i don't think <laughs> um like jolly ranchers oh yeah oh I, I did just see a guy who was like pickling kiwi which sounded disgusting um but I'm i've only done like red onion and you know what I'm a fan of is pickled asparagus. Ooh, I do like pickled asparagus. Where do you get that? Uh, my uncle's girlfriend made some, and I think I ended up eating the whole jar myself. Oh. Yeah, I mean, really I want to try that. Yeah, also, I'm very interested in trying pickled Brussels sprouts. I don't know if anyone's ever oh. done that, be good but too. I, would, I yeah. would be in because Brussels are the best thing that have ever happened to people. I'm not a fan. Of Brussels sprouts? Pickled Brussels sprouts. Oh. oh. Is it what the fuck I'm a... I'm a fucking Brussels sprouts snob. You designed like, the menu, the physical menu. Oh, that's You're looking me. at it. The colors are beautiful. Thank you. 
Uh, it's like a beautiful antique parchment paper, and it's got orange pumpkin print and spider webs. It's really uh, appropriate. Speaking of like scary and Halloweeny things, the typeface is very familiar. <laughs> He's talking to you. Uh, what about the typeface? Yeah, it's very sure. Halloweeny. Oh, okay. Sure oh, no. It's a design thing. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. It's a design joke. Do you do you get it? I don't get it. Oh, it's no. the the font. What is the font from? I don't know. You don't know what the font's from? No. This is a Stranger Things font, bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought it was intentional. No. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's also the, the the what's the Stephen King movie? I don't know. It. it? No, Jack Nicholson. Oh, I don't, I don't know. The Shining. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, the Shining font. Oh. Oh, cool. We watched The Shining at film in high school. Nice. <laughs> anyway, that's um, all. Yeah, so uh, the enchiladas are, like, really deep in flavor. Um, it takes kind of a long time to make like that. Um, and it's something that I, I wanted to serve to pay a little more homage to the uh, southwestern traditionalities of of. Tex-Mex fair. Um, I, it's very difficult to uh, talk about where the origins of some of my ideas come from, given my, you know, disposition within serving ethnic foods, right? I'm I am very much a, uh, a cis white guy and sure. grew up in America with all of male privilege that I have. So serving ethnic foods, even American ethnic foods, is difficult to talk about because, you know, regardless of my knowledge, I understand my privilege. Sure. I can understand so, that. I, I say that respectfully. Right? Very cool, very cool. It's it's difficult to talk about because I understand that like, you know, though I serve these stacked enchiladas, I haven't been to New Mexico to eat them. Um I've read about them. I've talked to people about them. I wish to go there and try them. But I've cooked off of recipes by people I respect accurately to make them and then adjust them and then serve them how I would want to eat them. Um, I do that with a lot of different foods, but also feel like it's it's hard to pay that type of respect when I don't understand the privilege I have in being able to serve it. Does that make sense? It makes a ton of sense, and I completely understand where you're getting um, at. It's a very respectful mindset to have. And I like that a lot. It's, it's just, you know, that's just me being me. And I, I it's just it means you're a really solid, heartfelt dude. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's a nice way to think about it. Yeah. You get, you guys want to move on to some tacos, or do you want to take a break from me? Yeah. I'm I into that. We need mm-hmm. to take chill a for a minute? break. Yeah. Okay. But I do want to talk about real, really quickly, um, I'm not going to mention people by name, but you have some wonderful young workers 
Yes, I we was do. in here the other <laughs> night. Oh, I'll mention Thank who you're you. talking about. No, I don't, no I, don't, I don't want to mention names on air, but... No, that's fine. I was just floored by the young, hard yeah. work ethic out They're of great. some of these people yeah. that you have hired here. Yeah, we are, like, super lucky. I mean, Larry and Darren get to dare, uh, work with them. I just get to see them and, like, just get I, greeted by them, and I love them all. Just, like... Super nice, hardworking. They always like come to work, like just stoked to be here. here more than I am. A lot of them are like related, which I just love that they're like full family will come and work here. And like, I don't know. Taylor and and Kendall and Justice. I love that. And then their parents are here today, like, you know, supporting the whole thing. But um, yeah, we've gotten pretty lucky with hiring like younger people that, you know, come so, to work excited and then like stay within the company even after moving out to school or something like sure. that like they'll come back that's yeah awesome. yeah it's great so i've uh i've worked in like some really terrible kitchen environments sure in my career and outside of kitchens even and i pride myself on having an all-inclusive safe space for people to work that doesn't project prejudices and gives people an opportunity to just be humans and make mistakes and not get yelled at or treated unfairly or treated negatively. It's an environment where every leader leads with empathy and no decision is ever made without serious reflection um, and collective input and thought. And working in high-end establishments that have all this regard and all of this, you know, accolade have been some of the worst experiences working I've ever dealt with. You know, you can look at such people as Charlie Trotter, one of the most respected men in food, one of the worst human beings to exist on the planet. He was a terrible person, an amazing chef, terrible person, terrible boss, terrible to everyone. It's not who I want to be. I'd rather be someone you could forget who was really awesome and treated you great than someone that you remember forever that was a piece of shit. Because and they, like, kicked a garbage can at you or something. Yeah, sure. you know, <laughs> I, I've had chefs throw hot pans at me, throw food in the trash. I've also, you know, in the past been kind of an asshole and a dickhead, and I am kind of a bad person. No, I'm not, not a bad person. I am a beautiful person now, but have been a bad person. I, I, I can understand that. You know I, what I mean? I but I only run this business. I only cook now to give people an environment where they can succeed, create a career, and appreciate and develop family and friendship. That's so sad. That's all this is. And you also I don't, nail that. That's, that's what we do. So everyone that I try to harbor here and create this culture is here because they've never experienced that somewhere else. You know, 
we don't pay the best because we can't. I pay whatever I possibly can to anyone. Oh, thank you. Oh, what you got, a war flag? Yeah. You already got one of these. You want this one? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Just a chill oh. whisper on mic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you won't know. It's okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us on this yeah. session. And thank you for... Uh, Including us in your events. Yeah, I was really Absolutely. stoked. Absolutely. Very he nice. He texts me. He's like, hey, I got to ask you something. Mm. And I'm like, shit. Did I, did I fuck something up? What is it? Because, oh, would you yeah. do this? And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, okay. Oh. So, yeah, this yeah. is a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of, a lot of cool yeah, I'm food, glad you guys a lot of came good out. drinks. I get to see all these people that I love very much. This is yeah. a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, um, of course. Well, thank you for having us. And, We'll talk to you later in the evening. Yeah, sure. You want to you wanna take a yeah. breather for a while? I should probably go say hi to my mom, huh? Okay, just uh, just me and Greg here at the moment, which will probably change shortly. So, yeah, uh, your quick thoughts. My quick thoughts. thoughts. Um, let me uh, get a, let me glance at this menu quick. We had a handful of drinks so far. Personally, I've had a Malortorita. No, 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 no. I've had a Malortisha Adams, which is Jepson's Malort, lemon, hibiscus, blackberry syrup, uh, syrup, kava, and dry ice to make it smoky and bubbly. It was really pretty. Very pretty. Yes. Um, tastes hella like Malort, but it was enjoyable and fun, and I had a good time with it. Uh, and then we both tried, like uh, Dana was talking about, the Bitter Witch, which is rye whiskey, Jepson's Malort, allspice dram or dram, not sure. Uh, what's that next word? Orgiat. Orgiat. I was going to say Orgeat, but Orgiat. Raspberry jam and lemon. And uh, I'm not a whiskey guy. And I'm not either. But that was, and it, it tastes like whiskey for sure. You can definitely tell it was in there, but it was damn good, man. Yeah. I, was, I loved it. I, I loved I, it. I could have drank that uh, the whole night. Not, oh, yeah. not one after another, but one. Oh, the thank whole night. you. Thank you. Kendall's the sweetest ever. <laughs> and then, uh, Right now we have the uh, the R.I.P. Punch, which is uh, that sherbet, sherbet, sherbet family punch. punch. But yeah. uh, you have the option to add Sailor Jerry or Bombay Sapphire, which I think is super tight. Which are those are two of my favorite um, libations, which is a word we use now. It's a B. Libations. Yeah. Is libations. that? Shit. It's okay. Were we wrong all the whole time? No, we said libations. I thought you always said libations with a V. Oh. That's always what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you is it libations with a B? Yeah. Libations. It's okay. But shit. Nothing. I just I never knew. I always thought it was with a V. No, it's okay. Well, and it is it is okay. And then so, we also uh, each had a shot of Malort, courtesy of Darren. Courtesy of Darren. Yep. Most of the shots I take of Malort in my life are courtesy of Mr. Darren Frank. <laughs> That's just how my life goes. But uh, so uh, we're going to eat some different stuff here coming up. and uh, We have uh, some people that we've noticed in the crowd. So oh, we're hoping yeah, to them. Get, get them on and their, their takes as well. Absolutely. Uh, lots of people in costume. Lots of people in costumes. It's like the mess singer in here. These servers are working their rear ends off. They uh, sure are. We're doing pretty good, I man. Don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it so busy in here. <laughs> I have. Yeah. But I work here. Yeah. But so, anyway, yeah, so uh, things are going good, and uh, we're going we're gonna to go from there. All right.
so we got a taco here and we got a taco guy here who goes by the name of Zeus. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about Zeus on the show. I might have. Uh, I'm a big, 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 big fan of this guy. Wow. And you made a taco called The Deliverance. The Deliverance. What, wow, what's going on here? Man, it is just a good old-fashioned down-home barbecue, but just delicious. Shit, um, yeah. You got a bread and butter pickle slaw on there, some pickled red onions, some caramelized pineapple, and then some, like, sweet heat candied uh, pork belly burnt ends to, like, really bring it all together. Okay, well, Larry's not going to like this because it has bread and butter pickles, so I'll take it. <laughs> I'm gonna, you can try it first because I tried the last one first, so please go ahead. Seriously, I've, try it first. It was a joke because you shit on bread sweet, and butter I sweet, pickles. I hate sweet and bread and butter pickles very much. We have heard good things about this. Um, Larry's mom had this one, yes. right? Yeah, she did, and she loved it. Also, this sauce—I ride for this sauce. It's very oh, pretty. I'm in deep on Alabama white barbecue. Now, did, did you guys get uh, special plates for tonight? <laughs> yeah, we we had a couple people just go all over to different thrift shops and stuff. Yeah, and Dana was talking about that. Um, all of the the plates that, like that we're using for this specifically are all from a thrift store. Yeah, that's super rad. I really like that. So you try that. You let me know how it goes. And in the meantime, this taco is stuffed. Me and Zeus mm -hmm. are going to knock back some more because, you know, shout out to Lord, like I said Amen. before. Oh, God, this shit's bad. Mm, grapefruit. Grapefruit and tires. Grapefruit that's on fire and rubbed in, like, condom latex maybe? I don't know. It's hard to say. Have I ever told you what I think Malort tastes like? Maybe. I think it tastes like, you know those, like, rubber tire mulch playgrounds? Yeah, Sunday it we talked like, about this. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes like that smells on a hot day. Yeah, tire fire. Yeah, yeah I love it. Definitely you your, your thoughts on the taco? I love this taco. I'm going to try it now. I'm very, I'm very, very excited. I've been looking forward to this very much. Uh, my... My respect level for Zeus, as far as food goes, is uh, quite high, so uh, I'm expecting uh, expecting quite a bit here. So oh, I'm trying the ball, Zeus. Oh, I've never that been good at sports. That white barbecue sauce is amazing. I like the caramelized Jeez, pineapple in it. <laughs> Holy shit, this is good. Convenient. Any, any, anything to be critical about this, it mm -hmm. might be underpriced. Ooh. I think it could probably go for more than the five dollars they're asking for this. Wait, this is five dollars, mm -hmm. right? Seven, seven all day. It's so good. Damn. And I know how much thought and like legitimate human heart. There's not human heart in the taco. Not yet. I've been working not on yet. that. Yeah, there's though. going to be <laughs> human heart. The, the next revision that will have human heart yeah. in it. But you really know that the person who crafted this really cares, and they wanted to do something cool. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's so down home and and comforting and familiar. Mm. It's so good. But it's there's so much pizzazz. You know when we talked about this show, I originally thought, hey, we're gonna be trying these tacos. We should award 
a tasty 219 favorite award. You never talked about that, but I'm absolutely <laughs> on board. But I can't. After this is the second one we've had. There's and five they, more. They've both been so good. So, yeah. so good. You should be very proud oh my Thank God. that you came this up is, with this. This is something, man. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, Zeus. Thanks. I uh, I tried my darndest. for a second bite. Yo, yo finish oh, it yeah. off, dude. You're good. Yeah. Um, I like that pineapple. God damn, that was that was something, man. Yeah. Um, what made you want to do white barbecue? Um, I just I'm like a huge fan of it, and whenever I want to do barbecue on something that's sweet, sweet barbecue is done, and other people could do it well, but tangy and like almost spicy barbecues are a little bit harder to like get a hold of. And I tried Alabama white barbecue once, and then for years I've just been fiddling with it until I was like, oh, man, I'm putting this on everything I love. Yeah. I get it. We, uh, so, we were I doing it with pork the other day, and I had yeah. a good-ass time. Dude. Oh, yeah. That was this a- is good, and I, I'm a big fan of Carolina mustard sauce mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, you like yeah. the really abrasively vinegary stuff that, I like, do. So it tastes like someone's cleaning out a coffee pot, and it's not <laughs> ideal. There's actually a, a little bit of Carolina gold in the pork belly on the burn ends. A little bit of Carolina gold, some hot honey, some Cholula. Oh, but, uh, I don't want to play favorites, and I'm going to feel like an asshole for saying this on a, a broadcast type of scenario, but I had two pulled pork tacos tonight. Well, the, two barbecue pork tacos. Mm-hmm. You know what? I can't compare them because they're completely different situations. That's what I said. I could not pick a favorite. And I said it once already today. Justice and Reese coming up with what they came up with, I'm super proud of them little shits for that. They went, they went so hard. hard. Dude, that barbecue, like that, that traditional, normal, like sweet barbecue sauce that they made, it is so fantastic. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to lick the plate of this one. It's so good. <laughs> you can, you can. Yeah. There'll be more left. I can probably bring some home. It's, it's resold, so you'll probably get extra flavor because like someone else <laughs> might have licked it. So <laughs> fingers crossed. But uh, has this been a, a pretty popular taco tonight? So far, uh, so good. I think it's been going pretty pretty fast. I had like I think I've gone through like half of the pork belly I had. Hell yeah, it's so, so pretty. Early. Maybe a little bit more, yeah. So pretty excited about it. I well, think it's doing well. I'm a yeah. very, 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 very impressed, Zeus. Like, yeah, for you should sure. be very I did, uh, I did expect quite a bit just because I know, like, if me and Zeus aren't talking about, like, dumb early 2000s nostalgia that he <laughs> is super familiar with but wasn't alive for, and I don't understand how he's super, like, versed in it. I was alive for it. I was just barely alive for it's it. super crazy like i can make a super obscure reference to when i was a child and he was an infant and he instantly is like oh sick like, <laughs> that's my favorite but uh, if we're not talking about that we're talking about food yeah and uh so my my level of respect for zeus as far as food goes is very very high and i this totally expected something this fantastic Sweet. really really impressed by this you did a Thank really you. really awesome job dude Thanks. Please feel free to come out with us anytime and review. Yeah, if you ever just want to go eat somewhere and just be on a normal episode of this show, that would be a fucking hoot, actually. I would have loved that. What's your favorite restaurant in in, uh, in Northwest Indiana? In Northwest Indiana? Great question, Larry. Ooh. Oh, man. I, I like, I go, I switch it up so much because it just kind of depends on the month and what is, like, this is my November, like, cold weather delicious month. But, uh... Right now, I just I can't stop getting like Franklin House house burgers and God, their sandwiches. It's just he's gonna be Eric's upstairs. He'll be on here yeah, in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the the Franklin House house burger day graphics you see on the internet, mm-hmm. I made them. 
Cool. I did. I, I did I've been making Franklin House graphics for many years. Eric's one of my dear friends, and he will be on here talking about his meal shortly. Awesome. But nice. I really appreciate you making this and coming and breaking it down and talking to us about it and letting yeah. us eat it. Thanks for uh, liking it. I really appreciate yeah. this. Uh, I'll Venmo you guys whatever, you know, to, uh, for, for saying it was good. Thanks. Oh, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least everyone knows that's what's going on. But, uh... I always look forward to my Sundays because I'm like, oh, shit, Zeus is going to be here. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a silly, goofy time. Always, uh, always. And all, specifically last Sunday, actually, I was in the basement all day because that's my <laughs> that's my job here. I work in the basement and I make stuff. And Zeus was down there making stuff my whole day. And it was, we just hung out. We talked about Reliant K. Oh, yeah. A, a Christian rock band. <laughs> We got into the deep cuts. We did. Oh, there's, there's some clowns at the host stand. Shout out ICP. Hey, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. whoop. Well, I, I very much appreciate you. Thank you very much for yeah, taking the time to sit down and break down your taco with us. This is awesome. We got Stavi coming up here in a moment. We got uh, yeah, Eric from Franklin guy. House talking about his meal. And uh, we'll go from there. Right on. Appreciate Thanks, dude. Thank you. All right, we're back. We are here with... The, the big boss. Well, second, maybe. <laughs> no, you Darren's, you know, he's the big boss. He doesn't count. He was already on, and he did yeah, his long rant right. about not this event and just his social views and shit. It was crazy. Hey, man, punk rock for life. <laughs> it, his role was very punk rock, and I respect it, and I love him to death. But If we don't know by now, he gets very distracted. It's not his fault. That's how it's It's not. It's, it's, a, okay. it's a wire. It's a wire issue. So now, do you want a, a shot of a wart? Sure. Okay. I would love one. We're doing a shot of a wart with... Um, and we also have Stephanie. We have Gooch, Gooch back. back. Oh, I'm we just an innocent bystander oh, with my back. mustache. She just wanted to hear my voice. I love on. hearing well, no, her voice. Like, I'm kind of obsessed. I wanted to talk about the bar menu. Yeah. Who, like, the normal... Because we've never done it, anything on Ricochet before, ever. Here, let so me pour these. Or that being said, I'm a lord only cocktail menu delicious who, who has that Yum. honestly <laughs> we do because so we know the Emily, good she is the gm the big boss the anti-m i'm also since day one of me working here been a huge fan of emily she's very nice Thank all you. the time she's super cool she's super fun um, when you think of uh, the GM at your boss, you maybe, or the GM at your job, you don't think of like someone who's cool and you can vibe and have fun with. But uh, you get that here, and she's sick. I'm a, uh, she's great. Sorry. <laughs> I just, Tina, I got asked a question of where the punch was. Over there. <laughs> so I don't you want pointed to know. at the table next to us, Downstairs. and it's it punchless. <laughs> Downstairs in the cooler is what it meant. So, of all of these cocktails on this special menu we have here, yes. What what is uh, what are you the brainchild of? So, really, Dana and I worked this whole thing on Friday. Hell yeah! I mean, you can't say that. Starting at 11 a.m. So you started like. Six months ago. Don't say, we just started this. Oh, yeah, no. Um, it, it's been <laughs> no, a we're year. We're going to be real here. We, <laughs> it's been a year we've been planning this. Um, it's been in the back of my mind for. I've been waiting for this day. No, all she really, does is think about the Lord. All things considered, that, that window, which isn't terribly long, 
this stuff came out very cool. Hey, this was only an idea Riot Fest, and Riot Fest Riot was... Riot Fest was a month ago. If that, yeah. was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Riot Fest is my birthday weekend. Oh, so yes, it was. So a month about ago. a little over a month ago. I knew that. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh-huh. Did you really? When's no. my birthday? She's a month ago. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, so there's eight different cocktails on this special menu. Do you have a feel for which one has sold the best tonight? He ain't going to do that. Probably Malort. Malorticia mm, Adams. It seems like everyone has it, I walked in here. I'm setting up the mics and getting everything ready, and Tina's like, do you want a cocktail? And I'm like, of course. And she goes, what? And I'm like, you pick. And she, they brought that one, which for, like, the first one, I get it, because, like, they're, they set it down, and they're poking shit into the glass to, like, hold down this dry ice, and it's bubbly and smoky, and it's super cool. And, like, I'm really stoked on that. I really thought that I, was a really I, neat drink. I think it's the dry ice that is getting everyone. Yeah. They see it, and they want to know what it is, and then they order it. And like, the other one that was visually appealing was the um, the one with the syringe in it. Oh, oh, uh, the Sally's Love Potion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had that. Um, it was brought to me. I got a really cool video of me injecting it, and mm-hmm. then uh, I drank a, a decent amount of it, and then I went outside, and then Gooch <laughs> had this skull beer bong with the spine. And we dumped yeah. the rest of it into the beer bong, and that's where it went. Yeah. But uh, that drink was... <laughs> so proud. <laughs> so proud. It was just what? so tasty. <laughs> Seriously, so He's, proud. He couldn't get it down fast no, enough. But just, uh, no, it, it was very, 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 very easy to drink. Oh, it's so refreshing. I really, really like is. it very much. Easy drinker, for sure. It was a beautiful Did you, did you want to mention well. something about that? How much you and everybody else does like that? Everyone does. Are, we, may, are we maybe? No. No. No? All right. Oh, you told me this. Um, that should happen, though. Yeah. I agree. So, um, the, um, I think this It should like be a permanent might. staple. <laughs> it should. No, it really should. It should? I think so. So, I'll just say that it should. I can't say you heard it here first because you don't know, don't know what should is, but it, it, it is. It is. I'm so confused at what's That's going fine. on That's right fine. We now. and Gutras had smoking and we had a conversation, but it's all tracks. The alley talks. No one ever knows. Dude, that alley says some shit, man. There was one time there was the penis on the window. Oh, so oh, many did dildos. you hear about that? Yeah. So many. They you just flop around. Oh, yeah, video. It was a, it was a big thing. It yeah. was wild, man. Yeah. 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 All right, I, so we have shots here of yes. Malort. Again. Yep. So Another Malort. To Emily Holcomb. To Emily Holcomb. Cheers. To the whole bar staff. Yes. Uh, we, and, we really and to you guys. Real, well, thank you. We Here's do, we have a really healthy awesome work bar staff here for real. Yes. And to a healthy-ass oh work environment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. General, because of them. Oh, so smooth. Oh, it's too- Oh, my God, it's so smooth. Wow. Anyone says that one more time, I'm going to kick them. <laughs> it's nothing but smooth. So here's a fun question I like to ask the bar people here. Yes. What? What's your favorite cocktail that we serve? Not a, a, it, it could be one of these, but just it, or it could be a normal bar menu item. What's the Emily go-to cocktail? So personally, I I don't drink this, and I probably will never drink this. But an old-fashioned is my favorite to make. Are you saying the gold-fashioned? Oh, okay. So the gold-fashioned that's on our menu, it's a little bit more. 
I guess you could say unique with the yuzu syrup that it's we use. It's got the ricochet spin. Yeah, it does. It has a little spin on it, but to me, that is just such an elegant, easy cocktail. And it's just, Love that. it's just, it's just it. I don't know. I agree oh, with got, you. That's got, the one cocktail that I will try. We got big man with his stuff. Yeah. To I make mean, sure that that's like my staple. That is my standard that I set. Any place that I go to, an old fashioned is what I go for. It's just like, it's a delicate, like great cocktail. I don't and know. And I think you guys did so great with the I'm old fashioned. Pretty cocktails to make because I totally oh, okay, get where yeah. you're coming at. Because, yep. like, when I would do backline and someone would order you a, a gym ball, I'm like, get out of my way. Yeah. I'm making this. Oh, yeah. Because I want, I love making something beautiful to show somebody. I totally get where you're getting at. Mm-hmm. But when I'm talking, if you're going to come here on your day off. Oh, I'm drink, getting a margarita. What That's flavor? That's right. Seasonal wise, the OCG, the apple margarita. It's you love that. Oh, my extra it. cinnamon sugar yeah. on the rim. Oh, I got to ask for extra. And if you have gooch, <laughs> she will put cinnamon oh, sugar in your straw. Yeah, oh. I will it's a, rim it's a the straw for you with That's cinnamon excessive. sugar. Oh, no, 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 it's not. It's appreciated. That's what it is. the first one. Also, I think one of those spice apple rings, you know, that's oh, in yeah. the red, mm-hmm. that would be great in there, too. Oh, yeah. It's really a good margarita. One of my all-time favorites is the plum one that you had in the summertime. The, um, was it the fig? With the fig? It could have been with the fig. It was, it was like April, May. Something. It could have been. That was the orange fig. It was the orange fig. That was, was the like, orange fig. That was when like I, late yeah. spring. Yeah. Yep. I remember you did love yeah. that. that Your and that is so good. good. So and good. Also and if it's not seasonal, you can never not have a passion fruit and not enjoy it. I don't the passion think. fruit, I love the passion oh fruit. I love the blood orange. Blood orange is the most the popular for sure. Mark. Our, I love our marks. They're, uh, they're stiff. Oh, yeah. But uh, a mark's supposed to be stiff. Well, I get it. And I also appreciate the fact that we even go down to making our simple syrup in-house. Yeah. We make our simple. Every single like part of that. Last time, the fresh lime juice, everything. Frills, we make them here. Because yeah. we're for real. For real, for real. We are for real, for real. And I love that. It I respect is. that. I was a big fan of this place prior to working here. I love everything about it. Do you have any fun, cool questions to ask about what Emily likes? Did you know that I actually didn't like Ricochet when it first opened? <laughs> well, I'm what? Let's go. I didn't. I, Let's go. I was so in my, like, comfort zone of what I liked on what, a taco. What were those things that you liked? Oh, I am just, like, a beef, lettuce, tomato. White so, people tacos? Yes. Ground okay. beef? Respect. Ground beef, of course. White people, like, at-home tacos? Yes. Like, with the, the oh, they're my favorite. Yep. I, I, I like that. Can, I mean, like, you can't also, go wrong. Also, if we serve those, we could charge $25 for them if people would buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was not a Ricochet fan in the very beginning. It took me a little while. What's your favorite restaurant in Northwest Indiana to eat at? Please say Duffy's. <laughs> Shout out Duffy's Pierogies, Honest. but also... Nah. The chicken wings? Their wings, Their wings are, are good. good, but... Okay, that's like a staple. I, Absolutely. I'll say it on air and I'll cut it out. Duffy's a motherfucker. That guy sucks. I'll cut it out. <laughs> that guy, he's a bad guy. Okay, I actually don't know him, but I have heard the same thing. It's true. Well, have I mean, have you seen the place? It's like, dude, can we get new, like... Anything? Toilets or something. I, you know, who like wants you to go it. to the bathroom in 
a dumpster. Maybe somebody. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I I'm saying. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I. I, I don't know. My favorite restaurant. Yikes. That's hard because I'm an eater. You live in Valpo, right? Yes. Where, where's the last place you went out to eat in Valpo? I think the last place I went actually two days ago was Duffy's. <laughs> wait, wait, Chicago. Would you, would you, where'd you go oh, in oh, Chicago yeah. last night? I saw, oh, this, I I saw many that corn Instagram. Dogs last night. Okay, okay, respect. I just My saw girl. you in Chicago with a drink with a syringe in yeah, it on Instagram. Jello shot. Pretty cool. It was cool. Where'd you go? Um, it's a place called Deuces in Wrigleyville. I know about Deuces. Yeah, it, it was like spooky in there. They really went all out. Very but cool. They have great mini corn dogs. Did you have Hot a good dogs. Time? Yeah, it was great. Kevin and I went and it was fun. We picked up these red shirts that you're wearing and yeah. Wait, that awesome. shirt? The, the can you explain your Halloween costume by the way? Cheese cheese balls. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be a bucket of cheese balls. <laughs> so I, I made it love happen. Cheese balls. Like a lot, actually. <laughs> My mom said to me, she's like, You're probably the only twenty six year old woman that wants to be a cheese ball for Halloween. And I was no. like, then they don't know what Halloween is because <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween, and you're just cool, and that's all that means. And you nailed it, and I love it, and I appreciate Thank you. it. I appreciate that. And well, I, I we, pre- what? we appreciate you having uh, you on our podcast. Yeah, so this is awesome. The bar situation here at Ricochet. And look forward to having you on future episodes. Yeah, as well. this is awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, oh my gosh! Is, uh, is as, uh, I, was, I said messaging because that's where we are as a society. I think talking is messaging. Stavi wants to see his, eat his food before it gets cold, so I'm Wait. gonna. Yeah. 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 All right, I've been waiting for this moment. You've, uh, he's been on the show before. You know him. You love him. You respect him. Mr. Stavi Negrelli. Stavi Butternubs. Stavi Butternubs on Instagram if uh, that's where you want to go. Oh, yeah. Private account. So, Stavi, this taco here, what do I have? All right. So, you got your corn shell, lightly fried avocado seasoned with salt and pepper, uh, mojo marinated steak. So, I took uh, lime juice, orange juice, garlic, cilantro, all the good seasonings and let it marinate for 24 hours. After oh, yeah. that, took it out, grilled it to a, to a rare, chopped it up and reheated it on the flat. And then off, after that, we have a Tempranillo uh, Barracho. So that means drunken salsa. You know, I, I let that go for about three and a half hours. Add all the good seasons. Going to keep that a secret. But, uh, respect, <laughs> dude, Respect on that, for real. <laughs> then we got uh, queso fresco over the top. Uh, some Valentina Creme. And micro cilantro. I'm in. We also just replaced a gooch with a Zeus. <gasps> That's right. Whoa, goose, baby. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try this Mojo Steak Taco because I've been very curious. What's the name of it? Um, the Gozu. The Gozu. The Gozu. Or Guzu. The Guzu. Yeah, it's uh, the Gozu. It's a. It's a. That's a. Uh, that's an anime guy. That's Goku. That I'm thinking of. 
Uh, the, no, that's not that. Well, Two I, different things. I don't know anything about anything, and I'm going to try the taco. Hope you know something about the taco. <laughs> so while he's trying that taco, I want to talk about the Cajun lobster cake that you made. Yo, I want to too, so hold on. That is one of the best things that I've had come out of this kitchen ever. Oh. It was amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Perfect. Whoa. What? Wait till you say that. Could you speak in the microphone? I have a mouthful of food. I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> um, I was trying to be respectful because I have a mouthful of food, but apparently that's wrong. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just like... <laughs> This is a flavor explosion in your face. So you try it's good trying the piece itself. of steak first, yeah. yeah what? Did you try a piece you of steak? You kind of get a itself? citrus explosion oh, no. from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Try everything. Oh, the steak. Oh, it's so good. Dude. Oh, my God. But, dude, those, this Langostine scenario, I said it earlier. You know what? I'll even say it on the air. I don't care. Something of that caliber has no business coming out of that window here. <laughs> hey. We're all about striving for excellence here. So if we can bring something new to the table and have people enjoy what we bring to the table, that's what we're here for. I will. And again, I said this about Zeus's taco. I'm going to say the same thing about those lobster cakes. That They were severely underpriced at $10. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Those could go for a lot more. Those could go, honest to God, this delicious. is going to sound bonkers, but hear me out. If I was at Provecho, and they had this langoustine cake exactly the same as that, and it was on their apps menu, and it was $22, and I ordered it, and they brought it out, and I'd be like, let's go. Yeah, yeah but I think this is more of like, you know... We've never done an event like this before. Absolutely. We're the new, we're the new people on the square. We just wanna. I, I look at this event as more of a flex. Look what we can do. Yeah, we no. can be a part I, of the community. We can do I really something do cool. I think that something like this is gonna show the people that the, the people that work here they know some shit. Yeah. And like, and we can, we're capable of some stuff. Look what we can do. Yeah. And Respect us. We had a great turnout tonight. I feel like we after 4.35 o'clock, it was just consistently busy. This will sound really crazy, but there was a couple points tonight, like, I would walk by to, like, I would go out to smoke or I'd go to the bathroom, and I would see the, the pressure and craziness on the line and look back, and I'm like, oh, I want to jump in there. I want to be at work right yeah. now. It was beautiful, honestly. Okay. Like everybody. Speaking of that, we now have Darren behind making stuff. Oh, whatever. Does he do that all the time? When he's here, yeah. He, uh, Darren's on Does the line he? a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. I asked yeah. him to step in for me so I can be on the <laughs> get my get my speech Stop in. Respect. That <laughs> shit was long as hell. <laughs> for real. Um, Langston cakes. Not, Darren's definitely. Um, he's a. He might be like the the tip top dude at the, at the restaurant, but he's still he's on a team, and he will always have anybody's back no matter what. He's still oh yeah. A, he's yeah. still an actual absolute G. Yeah, like when we were prepping all this stuff, like this past Saturday, me, Savi, and Darren were in the basement hours and hours and hours. Yeah, just talking about start this, to finish. This prep shit, the three we got there, and I'm like, that's all my dreams come true. I want to be down there hanging out with y'all, man. That's all so fun. <laughs> And now you brought us the last 
appetizer that we haven't we tried. We have not had this one yet. This is the last app we haven't had. It's a, it's a very good, very easy appetizer. You know, it reminds me of the city. I don't know why, but just a <laughs> nice blister chichito pepper with uh, chili crisp aioli. Uh, really the shishito peppers are tossed in oil, grilled, and oh then tossed in cotilla and everything bagel seasoning for, you know, presentation-wise. Now, I had <laughs> never had these until we went to the brewery lodge in Michigan City. Yeah, uh, which is, that's his, the Zorn restaurant, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Zorn has this, like, cabin in the woods, like, gastropub type of scenario. And we went mm-hmm. there for the show one time, and we had blister shishitos. These are infinitely better. Thank you. <laughs> um, the first time I ever had uh, Blister Chichitos was out in uh, Fulton Market at the Royster. And, Rat you know, oh, those were, were $45. Uh, they weren't overly expensive. They, they're a lot more expensive than what we're pay, uh, charging, but. <laughs> what are we charging for these here? Let's look. Let's look. We got the menu here. Eight bucks? These are good. Not bad. You can tell, like, visually, it's very, very pretty. This sauce, did you make this sauce? Is this you sauce? Yep, my sauce. This sauce is very good. Yeah, so I wanted to do something a little different with uh, aioli. I know there's a lot of aiolis out there, but uh, chili crisp. You got a t-shirt. I do have the (laughs) t-shirt. I love the (laughs) t-shirt. But, you know, thank God it's not on a burger. Dude, I've never dipped blistered shishitos in some aioli, so this is new for me. And this is damn good, man. You need that fattiness. I feel like it really pairs well with it. Dude, dude. I've had, so I've had all the, the apps at this point now. Yep. I will say, this one's my favorite. For real? The peppers? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I, well, blistered shishito. They're I'm good. Be, I'm a sucker for blistered shishito no matter what. I always love it. I'm always stoked about it. Um, it's a uh, visually, it's uh, it's actually pretty simple to get blister Shishito to look really cool with what you're doing. Um, I'm also a sucker for everything bagels, no matter what. Hey, Garrett's over there. Hey, I, he thought quit. Garrett, I thought Garrett was moving to Florida, that and nerd. I see him all the time. Do you hear Garrett is short for cigarette? Okay, so. Cigarette. <laughs> So, no, these cool. are good, <laughs> but nothing's going to beat the lobster cake for me. I mean... Oh, okay, okay. We need to backtrack to that, actually, yeah. because we have uh, a little bit of a story behind that I'm one. Sure. Please, please tell us, I'm holding, when I take all the other apps, I'm holding that lobster cake in a way, 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 way different regard, <laughs> and that this does not apply to that. Because Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... The original concept was not actually uh, Langston cakes. It was actually uh, an avocado bomb where I would stuff an avocado, beer batter it, and fry it. I'm super interested in this, too. <laughs> it didn't even start with langoustine or crab in general. It was just avocado yeah. bomb. It was just, avo- just it was a crispy avocado stuff with stuff? Yeah, so what you do is you half an avocado, take out the seed, and then you stuff it. So I had the original concept for it being stuffed with uh, spicy ahi tuna. And then uh, the oh, crab cake stop. mix over it, and then you would freeze it, toss it in flour, and beer batter it, and fry it. 
Dude, this speaks to me so hard, man. I love yeah. that. But I'm happy we didn't go that route because the Langstein and the flavors from that were, like, overthrown by the avocado itself. Super true. Yeah. And also, flavor-wise, like, you, you get the Langstein thing, and then when you have to do this stuffed avocado dish, how much more work is that? A lot more work. Right. Totally not worth it. The route you took, way smarter. Way smarter, and you get more flavor. It totally looks understand great, that, man. and I love it. You have two tacos, right? No, I only have no, one taco, two apps. Yeah. Does Darren have that many damn tacos? Yeah, he has one, two, three, four. He, oh, well, I guess he we popped have to off. have him again, just rambling. He's yeah. a busy little guy. No, he's not. <laughs> rambling, jambling. Hey, it looks like Eric and Colleen are done, too, so we're going to get them in here okay. as well. Okay, all right. I thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate you taking the time to break down your dishes. I will say, though, that I think these could be on the menu all the time. Yeah. I, you know, it's just a nice, easy app. And, yeah. You know. And, like, when you blister them, you just what, you, you toss them on the grill and flip them? You literally just take a bowl, toss a little oil and a little salt pepper, toss them straight onto the grill, flip them a couple of times. That's it. So easy. Really good. Thank you for joining and, oh us. Oh, my God. It's so good. But always a pleasure. To sit and talk food with you. Always a pleasure hey. to just generally see you. Anytime. Your episode that we went to Korea with you and Taylor is in our top ten. Top ten, really? Yeah, it, it yeah, gets, continues, a, lot of, it gets yeah. a lot of hits, man. Yeah, Three heartthrobs in one place. Up. I mean, God. four. Taylor was there. Hit the like <laughs> button on that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm thinking we're the tail end of this season, but uh, season five we're gonna do it again with you. Season five. Let's or go. We're just gonna go to Stavi's house. He's gonna smoke us some meat. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Don't have a smoker well. yet. <laughs> yeah, I have competition with my son. Yeah. Oh. I have a son that's really good smoker. He is. What up, John? Appreciate you. <laughs> shout out. All right. Well, huge shouts to Stav. Always huge hey, shouts. Thanks for having us. Sometimes. Appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers. I'm just playing. I'm a big fan of Zeus. I'm a big fan of Stav. It's cool. We've had uh, we've had a lot of re repeats tonight, and uh, it was cool to have Stav on again. Yep, absolutely. I'm always down to have Stav on anytime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. MGK is not that good. <laughs> All right, so this is I think I'm thinking probably the last segment we got, right? There's yeah, another chapter because this is a uh, this is a two hour episode, and Greg's giving me the evil eye because I guess I'm too drunk. Yes. Ah, I love too that. Many F, too many F bombs flying right well, now. Well, fuck it. <laughs> Just say flippity. Yeah. Flippity, well, flippity, fuck well, it. <laughs> We're back with Stavi. We're back with Darren. And as hey, far as uh, the Ricochet Crown Point kitchen goes, this is about as tip top as you can go. It's pretty all right. How yeah. are you feeling about how this went? I thought it went great, man. We were really busy. Uh, we got a huge turnout. Um, we had a weird lull in the middle of the day that was a bit strange, but the weather was really strange, right? It was, it was like uh, super rainy. It was poopy. It was poopy. It was a little poopy. There's, and, a, uh, there's five scared. tacos I didn't have yet. What didn't you have? All of yours. <laughs> Shut up. I had everyone else's tacos but yours. Man, do you need to have these then real quick? No. I can have some. Yeah, why don't make you go make them and then we'll come back and do this again? No. Okay. Do you want me to have some? I can I have do, some. Who's back them. there? Because I don't want them to be ugly. Stop, he's not back there. Zeus is not back there. I yeah, can so have him back there. Yeah, so make him fucking chance? I don't care about chance. I can make food. Zeus make him. Hold on. 
There's some good tacos. I mean, like. Have you had the Kraken yet? I, no, I've had your, I've had yours, I've had Zeus's, I've had Justice's. So I guess there's four I haven't had, which that means all of yours I haven't had. <laughs> that, yeah, that means that. Hey, well, Zeus, I think we got sidetracked. <laughs> go make me all of Darren's tacos. I haven't had a single one of his yet. One of each of his. All four of them, bad boys. And I believe in you heavily. You can do it. Little room for error. He there. doesn't believe in anyone else. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. God, I wish I had this this type of pull at any restaurant I was at. I'm like, hey, go make me this, you son of a bitch, and then we'll just like do it. But uh, who so, am I? So I have a question for Darren. Tomorrow yes, when you come in, will you be able to tell how all of these sold? Yes. Yeah. We'll have in our POS system we have itemized buttons that tell us exactly how many we sold of what. Shout out to um, you know, yeah, oh, exactly. Expensive. Yeah. And if there's one and that like gorgeous, sold though. way more than the others, is that a consideration to be put on as a taco of the month or something like that? Or no? yes and no. Uh, typically, those are what are called like workhorse tacos. Um, and I, I say this with the utmost respect: the like Stavi's Mojo Grilled Steak Taco probably this sold, one? yeah, probably sold. More than any of the others throughout the night. Because but it's, it's a steak taco. It's right? a steak taco. Everybody's familiar with a steak taco. Right. Yeah. It's it's delicious yet also safe. So we'll see that that is what, what the workhorse would be because anyone that's not really looking to step outside of the boundaries of what they normally serve or what they normally eat will get that. So yeah. We'll, yeah. that will be like the front runner. And but then after that... But there's also a, like a little twist, so it kind of opens up the palate for people that are, you know, a little scared to. But uh, opens it up for people to you know try new things. It it isn't, but it is. Like I like the song. It's a terrible song. That song, yes, I like that more than that Red Hot Chili Pepper song where he says doodle doodle dangy dang dong dong. At least, oh, like, that one's awesome. We're talking about corn right now. Yeah, I think we should bring it back. Back to the event at hand. Uh, we did hear a lot of My good, man's art. We don't love them. We hoes. did hear a lot of good things about the swamp thing tonight from different the people. Thing, but we cool. will in a moment. Yeah, yeah. you'll happen. you'll have it with a, a slightly avant-garde method. It'll have the uh, sweet corn fritter. Yes. That we have on reserve that because we ran out of cauliflower, you'll get that instead. We ran out of cauliflower? Yeah, taco yeah. sold, man. It sold really well. Which um, is, I like that. A lot, we, of, a lot of vegetarians. We have a huge following of vegetarians that I'm still collectively learning regularly about. Um, well, yeah, it makes sense because, like, we accommodate. Know, this could be, I guess, the wrong wording, maybe, but I'll, I'll roll with it. Um, I think that Ricochet Tacos is a like a, a, a creative punk rock taco joint. Yes. And when I think punk rock tacos, I think not meat. Yes. Is interesting. That fair? It's I don't, pretty I don't interesting. Wanna, like not. No, that's. I don't want to misrepresent your brand here. It's huge. No, it is huge. 
It's what I go for. But I think I that, wouldn't say not meat. No, but as far as like creative, passionate food goes, when you think of punk rock, you think vegetarian options no. for sure. And when I think Ricochet, for I don't know why, maybe it's just because I know what type of person Darren is. Maybe that's why the, the punk rock ethos resonates with me. Do you, do you know of my uh, background with vegetarian food? I no. used to work at Gamba. Uh, I ran a restaurant called Firefly in Chicago. Shout out Saves the Day. Yeah, right? It's my favorite Saves the Day song, actually. Is it really? Mine is Shoulder to the Wheel. Uh, because I saw the video the first time on JBTV. Anyway. Well, please, Dave, uh, just drive. Yes, please. I used to run a restaurant called Firefly on Buckingham and Halstead Street in what, you know, was formerly called Boys Town. I don't know what they call it now. Boy. Um, Boy. Town. And it was a little French bistro. It was a 45-seater. We had 10 tables. And I Hell served yeah. classic... French fine dining food, and it gets it gets fucking old. This is a blood orange margarita. Nice. Um, at Firefly, I was there for a handful of years. I was there eighty hours a week. Shit gets old. Down the street from us was the Chicago Diner. Chicago Diner was a fully vegan diner spot. That's the vegan punk rock place that I was referring to. That's the vegan That's punk the rock place. That's where you go. That's where I had breakfast at Spittlefield. Yes. So, on Friday nights for a couple of years, I would go work at Chicago Diner and their chef would come work at my restaurant because we'd get real fucking bored working at our, our normal spot. So, I would go there and I would cook vegan food. He would come to Firefly and he would cook our French bistro food. Secrets don't make friends, son of a bitch. What are you talking about? We're not making secrets. I'm saying it's better in a draft than it is out of the can. I disagree. Well, you're weird. I'm not weird. I'm listening to Darren talk about his punk rock food history. <laughs> but so I, I make it a point to accommodate to vegetarians because it's important. Yeah, right? Um... Uh, vegans too. So it is, a, it is a good thing to do because a lot yeah. of places don't take that into consideration. Yeah, and that's uh, it's it's not a, a considerable amount of market that you're losing, but it's enough that you need to think about it. Yeah, well, and it's it and challenges also, the boundaries. Have a lot of fun with vegan food, and when I when I go somewhere, I I have a history of like ordering the completely vegan thing they offer just to see what it's like. I'm yeah. not a vegan. I eat beef jerky and mayonnaise and butter all the time. I don't give a shit. But I'm always curious to see what somebody can do with a completely plant-based there's, situation. There's and a if you can do something cool, yeah. then I'm in. There's, there's a couple things about vegan food that I don't like. One is I don't like vegan or vegetarian food that mimics non-vegan or vegetarian food. I don't like veggie burgers. I don't like veggie sausage. I don't like things that are vegetarian that mimic meat because I don't think you can replicate you it appropriately. I, I think it needs to be its no, own thing I entirely. I think it needs to be new concepts. It needs to be you know you completely to, new. You need you know, to focus don't on Don't take a veggie, being, turn into a burger. Take a veggie. You know, you have a veggie, you have the flavors. Incorporate those flavors into something new. Yeah, you don't have their flavor. Yeah. You don't need a fake meat to make vegetables taste delicious. We have that, right? You can right, right. eat vegetables in flavor combinations. 
that you've never had before and be like, holy shit, this potato was the best potato I've ever had. And it tasted like a complete meal that contained protein and had the textures of meat that weren't copying it. Right, which that smashed potato is to die for. The yeah. cracked potatoes? Yes. You, right? You had those just for the first time the other day, right? I did. It's, it's a new thing on our menu. Awesome. I love, right? I love them very much. When we first pitched them, it was, a, it was it's pretty new, a couple months. Yeah. And I mean, like yeah. it was at the time when we uh, we made them, I was still on backline making apps and desserts, and I saw it, and like, I saw what goes on it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is. I, I love this. Why, why is it? And it wasn't even on the printed menu for like a while. No. Yeah, so no one ever bought them. Yeah. But then it was on our actual printed menu, and people buy them a, a pretty good amount now because they're yeah. fantastic. We go through That's 150 different. pounds of potatoes a week ever since they got added to our menu. That's considerable. It's huge. It's huge. So, yeah, I don't know where this idea came from. Because it, it's not even a, a crazy idea. It's a, it's a pretty simple fried potatoes idea. It's nothing wild. It's nothing you've never seen before. It's just it's delicious no. flavors that you totally understand and make sense together in a, in a little bowl. I would, I would say they're a little different just for the method of getting to the crack state. Like I said before... We roast them on Himalayan salt to dehydrate them. For sure. And, that, and then we mash them crazy. and then fry them. So it gives a little different aspect, a different twist. And then it also soaks in the flavor of the maple but, uh, aioli, you know, really draws Sunday, in those flavors. When I, when I get here on Sunday, I generally get here about 20 minutes prior to when my shift starts. Oh, snap. We got, we got Big Papa Z in the building, y'all. Champion of sorts. So here we go. I've been waiting for this all night. You're the man. Here You're the man. I, I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna take a picture, man. I know how to do this. Yes. You know thank what? you for making it with it tomorrow. Perfect. You're gonna be like, why didn't I take any pictures? Well, just shush it. I'm talking about the cracked potatoes. Did you take any pictures, of mine? I did. I took pictures of everything of yours. He said he was gonna take pictures, but he didn't take any pictures. <laughs> I got two different sides of the story. Ooh. I have the pictures to back my shit up. Anyway. We don't want you backed up now. I will say Maury's like <laughs> I get here Maury's like And you are the, not uh, the father <laughs> I don't want none of y'all To be my father I would like one of y'all To be my father <laughs> Anyway Alright You ready for this uh, This yeah. little shindig here Alright yeah, Hang so, on Let me uh, take some pictures For Princess here <laughs> Man tacos are so cool People don't get it Maybe I don't get it I don't know I think they're fucking rad it's such a, seven. it's like making a fine dining plate and having a boundary that you just have to put it on. So can you all <laughs> identify these? Um, this is the Kraken. This is the the burn. This is the Leviathan. Leviathan, and that's the swamp thing. Are, Dar- are all four of these are Darren's? All yes. four. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But real I mean, quick, before I stop talking about the cracked potatoes. Yes, sir. I only work Sunday morning prep. That's it. I work here for about three hours on Sunday morning. I generally get here about 15, 20 minutes early, specifically so I can make myself an order of cracked potatoes because they're that good. They're fucking dope, right? Mm. It's so Mm. simple. The, The flavor profile and everything, it's nothing you have not had before. It's very familiar. 
but the flavors pop. It's really strong, and they're just so damn good yeah, if you're, that I want them all the time. As I like to say, if you're just you a meat, get it meat and tater person, sure. There you go. Okay, so what do you want to start with, dude? I'm going to start with the swap thing because everyone has come to the table and talked okay, about so that Okay, ta- so you take a bite of the swap thing, and then while you take a bite of the swap thing, these sons of bitches are going to talk about it. I didn't realize that all the vegetables were going to be, like, in a fritter. Uh, so they weren't. Oh. The fritter the fritter is <laughs> in, in this in this particular iteration because we, yeah, yeah. we kind of had to uh, substitute a main focal point in the dish. Normally sure. it would be cauliflower. Yes. And the cauliflower was roasted, and it was nice and crispy. We substituted a vegan sweet corn fritter that is sweet corn, a little masa, a little flour, and a little... Are these those fritters we used to make like six months ago in the fryer? Yes. Yeah. Dude, these Fire. are good. Fire. <laughs> these are very well, the good. The topping is amazing. So yes. why don't you start with it? All right. Start with that one, and then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. But I've, I've actually been... There's a couple of these that I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about this octopus all week, actually. I remember about about a week and a half ago, it was Sunday, I get down, I get to work, and the prep board isn't broken up to things I need to do and things he needs to do. And one of the things that said clean octopus, and I saw it, I'm like, uh, fucking what? How do I do that? I'm not doing this. So I text him, like, why do you have a fucking octopus? And then he said some dipshit ass reason and I'm like okay I'm leaving this alone and I'm just going to carry him, on. I just said mind he control. Said mind control. <laughs> like hey why is there an octopus in here? And he said that and I'm like okay well I'm just going to carry on with my life. What do you think dude? I love it. You love it? Mm-hmm. Solid right? I like the crunch. I'm oh, sorry is that this here? Yes. Okay. I like the topping so much. The, top- uh, the Brussels? Whatever is the soy sauce? The sweet soy. Oh, yeah, that cat, the Kensa Manis. There's sweet soy. There's a little nori brown butter that adds this hint of umami to the sweet soy that it already has. It has that soy element and the sweetness and the saltiness. You, You throw the velvetiness of the butter and then the umami from the nori. Make it light. That, just that, really shine. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Backyard garden situation. I'm God a, damn it, this is good. So you also have what you have on here, you have some pickled shiitakes, right? Yeah. Sure. The pickled shiitakes are something that I've played around with for a decade. And the first iteration of these that I used to do is I would and what I did with these is I brought in some dehydrated shiitake mushrooms, and then I made a pickling liquid with soy, and I reconstituted the dehydrated mushrooms in pickling liquid. So the mushrooms retained a spongent, like, bite, but they also have that flavor of pickling without having to hot pickle and lose texture or cold pickle and also lose texture, you get this dehydrated mushroom that doesn't affect it can doesn't affect the integrity of the bite of the fungus. And then you put the hot poaching liquid on that dehydrated mushroom, and it gets this. It's have some stuff. It's I. What, what would you describe that bite as? Like umami as hell. No, not flavor-wise. I mean texture. Oh. It's 
crunchy, but once you once you get it's through not, that, it yeah, kind of falls apart. It's a. I wouldn't say too crunchy, you know. Yeah, it's not after, crunchy. You know, we get a dehydrated shiitake, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, after uh, after doing the pickling swamp process, it almost bite. brings it back to its natural right down state. Right the bite of a swamp yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like eating a, a pickle chip. Yeah. There's like a pickle chip element. To it. That, what? The swamp thing? Yeah. To the shiitake. I feel like it's like a... You get like a real vegetal flavor, and then it's just like an Oh yeah, it's like in your face. No, umami wise though, on the pickle shiitakes. It's a lot happening. Yeah, a lot. It's really hard to break down in words. I I pride myself on that flavor profile though. Like I do a similar flavor profile with different vegetables a lot, where it's it's salt and umami and sweet, but it's vegan. And people tend to taste it, and they're like, holy fuck, what did I just eat that's really delicious? Because typically you eat vegan food, and it's like, hey, this vegan food is like, try a burger. And they're like, man, this tastes like shit, and the texture is awful. <laughs> Why is there really corn something. in my burger? Yeah. Instead, instead this focuses on the flavor and the texture, but is vegetable exclusive yeah. yeah it focuses so on the elements given to you you were very stoked on this taco specifically for a couple days now right well especially when i heard person after person come to the so i will let you finish this one well no i want to try the no because there's others one other ones and i don't want to step on your toes with things you might not like that's right so what do you want to do next dude right, let's go to the shrimp one the shrimp one okay point it out i think it's this one okay and tell me about it it's got black garlic seared shrimp, bourbon, jalapeno, black beans, queso, and yeho. And yeho. Wasn't this supposed to, at one point, didn't we say this was going to be chicken? Chili lime. I, I, made a, I made a paranoid judgment call like a day or two ago. So that's where I am right now? That's where you're at right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, nobody wants chicken. I love chicken. I, I felt like I was going to get... Like a bunch of blowback because I didn't have chicken on the menu. Who cares? Given, well, I care because I we're we're in the town of lifted trucks with little tires. <laughs> Shout out as, Zach. <laughs> as we seen today or yesterday. That's, I'm just that's saying, literally your truck stuff. My, no, I mean no, like there not, is a there is my a, truck's not lifted. There is a, a there is a. Uh, uh, I will not name a name of whatever that store is. Like a couple blocks down. Not next door, but like a handful of streets over that is lifting trucks and has little tires on it. And it's 10 like. 10 inch rims. Yeah, 10 inch rims on a Silverado from like 98. It ain't even vintage, but there's lift kits on it. Vin uh, vintage means 25 years or older, technically. Whatever. Man. I guess it's I'm vintage. Whatever. <laughs> vintage ass. Anyway, I, I got paranoid about serving chicken because people want chicken. So I was like, well. This is intended to have shrimp on it, but we'll change it to chicken. So, uh, question about this taco. I noticed it wasn't on the menu yesterday or two days ago, and then you reprinted and you put it on the menu. Was it just a last-minute decision? No, it was always there. It. Uh, so, like, on the original concept of prep and everything, and then the original menu that we were working off of, yeah. it wasn't there. So, was it kind of just... Like, we should have a shrimp taco. 
We yeah, we needed. We had two pork tacos, mm-hmm. and in doing two pork tacos out of six, I felt it was pork busy because we also had bacon. I thought about that as well too. On another taco, so having pork on three of six tacos puts me in a position where I'm like, well, I need another seafood element, whether I do tuna or I do shrimp, which is what we we typically carry. Shrimp, shrimp is the smarter move. Shrimp is the call. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's phenomenal. It's, that it's, is very good. But in that same breath, uh, it tastes like something I've had here before. You've had a similar flavor profile. I mean, the chili lime plantains, we've had that around. The blackened shrimp is there. The black garlic sauce is unique, but really awesome. And then the bourbon black beans were something that, you know, it, it's a it's a, a half take on a hot pinjan, which is like a southern, like sweet and sour bean dish. Um, that is a flavor profile I like to serve with Cajun style shrimp. It's it's traditional in that aspect and it, it works. So it's safe, but Gooch. it's solid. Gooch! Gooch! Alright, so Gooch. We, have, we have two left. Uh, we have the birds and then we have the crackers. Who is it? So I will say that the Kraken is the most beautiful on the, on the plate. Uh, the Kraken is, it's my, that's of this menu, other than the Bass Cake, that's my swan song here. Shout out swan songs. Shout, shout out swan songs. Um, but with the duck, the duck carnitas or the duck confit carnitas and the braised octopus, they're very similar in a few different methods, like... They both require a certain amount of cooking time and care and, like, delicate touch that it's, it's near poetic the way that you have to cook the protein. Like, with the octopus, it has to be braised in wine and mirepoix and vegetable stock. Um, with this one... It, it gets braised and then we clean it. We take the beaks out. We clean off, <laughs> clean off the skin. What is? We're in the middle of a frat party right now. I just took, I just took an IPA beer bong out of the skull while he was talking about this. I've never chugged a beer in my life. That is a. That is a. No. That's what I can lie too. That's what she said. That She's is a, never said anything. And you know what? Jerry Springer and the lie detector, Murray Povich said, and the lie detector said, the lie detector test said that that was a lie. I'm not the father. <laughs> she said that she had never anyway, chugged a beer before, and the lie detector test said that was a about lie. I've this octopus taco for like, What has happened to our show here? I don't know. Derek anyway, is on. so uh, with the braised octopus, it's braised slowly <laughs> in vegetable stock, mirepoix, oh, white no, wine. Tim's doing it. Tim sucks. And then we clean the beaks, and then Amen. we then take that that octopus. We put it in extra virgin olive oil with fresh sage, roasted garlic, and and large grain flake sea salt, and we let it sit for two days. After that two days, then we then grill it. And serve it here. This comes from an idea of a panzanella salad that I used to serve, 
which was the same octopus served with olive oil toasted croutons, merguez sausage, which is like a Spanish lamb sausage, grilled carrots, pickled red onions, a little caper, and balsamic glaze. Oh, you love capers. And fava beans. And it was... It was really, it was just delicious. So I've been waiting for this here. And this whole time, well, you look here. This whole time, I'm like, I'll try this octopus first, blah, blah, blah. But fuck that. You're trying the octopus first. Which one will it be? Him. I'm fine. I, I like octopus. I don't care. Uh, you know I don't fuck with capers. There's no capers in there. Not on this one. Oh, there's, there's, capers there's, was a, an explanation of what he did prior yeah. with the octopus. Okay. So do you do olive, though? Uh... It's not something that I'm a fan of, but I'll try yeah. it just for okay. the interest of the show. So this, and I do apologize for using the F bomb right there. I usually don't do that, but so I looked me dead in the eyes and apologize for using the fucking F bomb. Like it's something he so, needs to do. It's fucking fine. So, Watch your so Greg, profanity. I, My mom listens. I, hey, what up, girl? Greg, fucking I, Teresa, I'll do I it. used to not like olives. Years ago, I, I used to hate olives. Right. Um, uh, years ago, I used to hate them. Like Spanish queen olives, I think are disgusting. They're just not clean tasting olives. Yeah, but green olives That's... forever. No matter it what. depends. No, Spanish green olives, not a fan. Castelvetrano olives from Italy are amazing. There's a sweetness and a saltiness in the briny olive that make it fruity, and it's in a the best way. So this has Castelvetrano olives. It's I'm, all, I'm fat. The olive adds this acidic bite to this taco that it needs to cut through the fat. And I think it that... It cuts through it. it try it. Tell I me what you think. This, we've been doing this show for about a year now, right? It'll be a year in November. A year in November. This is about our, probably our 50th-ish episode. We've never had someone on the show talking about this in depth with flavor profiles and crazy shit. No. Until what well, we we have we've had really cool people on the show prior for sure. But maybe this is just my my gaudiness and fanboy and respect gushing out of my veins here. That could be what it is. I'm just, I'm going to ride the, the Darren Frank for president train for my, my whole life. I would be a terrible president. You for, you for sure would, dude. I would be the worst. Well, you know, let's, I hear you let's talk move about, on to this taco before they all get cold. I like any weird food shit. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. I love this man so much. Here we go, dude. It's a good bite if anybody's wondering. Gregory it is, is an octopus right excellent now. Excellent bite. He dove right in. You don't play no games, baby. You don't play no games. He, don't play no, he plays a hell of games, actually. Plays games, but don't play no games. And when he's playing games, he's playing games. And when he's not, he's not playing games. That's super That's confusing. <laughs> what you think, man? He's got a good poker face. I can't tell if he hates it or loves it right now. He won't, t- he won't, he won't tell me he didn't like it until we get home. That's not true. I told you. If hmm. I'm sitting here with someone, I can tell them. You yeah. watch it, though. I don't like bashing someone when I'm not with them. Like, oh, I got to do yeah. with Duffy? He's an honest soul. Well, fuck that. I tried it. Yeah. And let me have it. 
If you if you love it or hate it, I'd love to know. I don't love it and I don't hate it. That's so vague. No, it's not. No, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's, in, it's in great for me. It's beautiful. It's something that I'd want to be served for sure. It's something like that's not happening around here. It's like a complete I different did, I flavor profile. I expected it to be chewy. When I heard octopus, I expected you I expect would have to chew and chew and chew. A way that it's, it's good. Yeah. I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. That was a bigger bite. The, yeah. Don't say oh. Tell us why. <laughs> tell, tell us why you're saying that. I have a mouthful of food. Give me a minute. You always talk with your. That was a that was a four and a half inch taco shell. I'd say it took roughly two inches off that. <laughs> Clean. A lot of sharp spice up front. Disappears pretty quick. In a good way. There's a lot of fizzy top end. A lot of acid. I wish you guys yeah. were, were, were gear guys. So I can be like, it tastes like a 5150. <laughs> That's a guitar amp. It was a lot of fizzy top end. And this has a lot of fizzy top end. And like right at the front of your face, it's super acidic. And then it's but fatty. But the back. But also. It goes down. Velvety. And also. Octopus that's not abrasive and rubbery. How'd you, how'd you make this? How'd you cook this octopus? He told us he braised oh. it. Braised okay. it. Wine okay. and mirepoix. What yeah. kind of wine? <laughs> white wine. That's, how many white wines exist? Oh, fucking 5,000. But I believe what we have is a um, Chardonnay. What kind of wine? White wine. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's fucking cooking wine, man. I, I mean, I like. It. I get it. I'm, I'm just having fun. I'm having fun. Um, this is. Um, Here's how I'll say this. I'm going to do like a... I'm not going to break down this list, but if I had like a top four or five things that have left that window right there, the number one thing that's ever left that window up there is Stavi's Lobster Cakes. Yeah. I have oh, to wow. Use this, uh, it was an amazing... This Thank you. It was octopus taco. Two or three. Easy. Jesus, nice. hell. Oh, and that fizzy top end comes back. God damn. Ooh. It'll stick with you. Wait till you try this one. This one sits oh, with you for a solid original Black Mountain costume. Anyway. King Diamond's not that good. How about that? Um, <laughs> Art's going to really, fight you. I don't, I don't give a shit. He, Art, Art, Art's never seen King Diamond. Like, he's just flexing. He's like, I like King Diamond. Like, I don't know who King Diamond is, too. Who cares? Um, this taco, the uh, the level of pickled stuff and like the bon mi aspect, which uh, the a lot of vinegar type of stuff here, a lot, yeah. a lot of acid, which is probably piling on to that fizzy top end. I love a fizzy top end. I love a lot of acid in my food. I love vinegar, um, stuff like that. Um, anything pickled, um. Like my love for Korean and Vietnamese food. That's a lot of fizzy top end there. I love that. This is absolutely delicious. Thank you very much. I could eat yeah. this. Uh, we should probably maybe replace it with shrimp so it costs less, but put it on the menu. 
Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's busy. It's it, it, is, it is quite it's busy. It's, it's busy. very busy. It it holds all traditional elements of a bonni. Sands the baguette. Do you want any more of this? Good. Um, but it holds its purpose well, and it it stands a very confident line for what it's supposed to be. And those that don't like octopus, those that do, yeah, I'm glad I tried that. Can at least respect it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, even if it's not for you, you can respect like the the cooking technique, the element, the way that it's it's different. What you did with the octopus was so different than what you would normally do with an octopus. Yes, 100. percent And it's in the method. It's in the method. It it doesn't matter how it gets, how it appears on your plate. It's about how it got there that makes it what it is. You know, I went to. This amazing restaurant in Milwaukee, and uh, fuck the name escapes me right now, and that's disrespectful. That's all right. But it We're was it was out of the back of a restaurant called Dan Dan, which is like uh, it's a Chinese restaurant. They do a lot of just very um, cookie cutter, in theory, Chinese food, and then in the back. The, the two chefs that own it, they run a tasting restaurant named after their grandmothers. And they do a 10-course tasting menu with wine. And I got this fucking... Sorry. It was so delicious. I had this dessert that was like passion fruit sorbet. But it had burnt cottamal olive in it and it was one of the most amazing flavors which brings us to another point they haven't had any we of the desserts yet. Dessert yet you haven't no we haven't and also everyone who's back there has gone home so for the most part no so that that's still why here. you should at least try the duck carnitas while it's running i don't want to make reese make another fucking dessert man reese, reese doesn't even work on tuesday reese can suck it up and make another dessert Reese is practically a millionaire at this point. You shouldn't feel bad you for a minute and answer. No. We talked about that one time. Yeah. The dude has got has so his, much money. Reese has more in his checking account than we all have com- literally combined. Maybe than I've ever had in my life. At this point now. At one point in time. He literally has like 45 grand in the bank. Reese can make a super Yeah. I'll cut that out. Try, yeah, this probably well, should be cut out. Try this. It's going to be a lot. So try this. What is this? <laughs> So that's the duck confit. It is uh, duck thigh and leg that have been confit in its own fat. Is this the duck that I was making Sunday and kept eating? Probably, yeah. Portioning out. Yeah. Uh, well, it's supposed to be, but I can't. I yeah. pulled it out. I'm like, oh fuck, this is good. I'm eating all oh, this. Oh yeah. That yeah. happened for it's, sure. It's super good. Uh, so yeah, it's duck duck confit that has been cooked in the style of carnitas. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the food. Appreciate you. That one's right up there on my list. I appreciate it. Oh my god. We'll make it we'll make it happen somehow. 
sauce I had, man. Mm -hmm. Yes, so duck confit carnitas. Um, Very nutty. It's wild. Very nutty. Yes. Uh, tamarind candy bacon, a traditional pad thai sauce. So it's like tamarind concentrate oh. with a uh, little citrus. You know and what? Yes. This, is my, this is my favorite taco of the night. The carnitas, really? I love, 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 love nutty Asian food. I love it. You can put a, a spicy Thai peanut sauce on notebook paper, and I'm on board. I love a, a Thai peanut sauce, no matter what. Oh, my God, this is good. Get it, son. The, uh, this is like hot wok pad thai for me. Like, this is that, like, seedy duck pad thai you can get. And so this is so that, that shrimp taco, right, the Leviathan. I ate this duck carnitas taco and almost thought it needed to have shrimp in it because it was so pad thai-like that I thought it almost needed the and shrimp. Garrett's here. Stand for the flag, kneel for the cross. Gary, yeah. Fuck you, Garrett. Anyway, let's carry on. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it almost, to me, felt like it needed to have the shrimp. So I made that rash decision to kind of like switch chicken and shrimp and add shrimp to this taco, but then switched it back upon my wife's recommendation that like, don't ruin a good thing when it's already done. So I was like, all right, you're right. Don't. That would have been a lot on one taco. It would have been a lot. Yeah. Splitting up everything and a during cooking and all that. Crazy amount of flavor. I think it was fine the way that it was. Yeah. It was, it was one of our better selling tacos of I the night. I legitimately stand by this being my favorite taco of the night. Thank you. I appreciate that. I would be very curious to see those, if you wouldn't mind sharing them, how they sold. Of course, I wouldn't yeah, let that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't let that out, but I would yeah. just be curious for my own. Totally. Yeah, I can share those reports with you. I don't mind at all. Yeah, I just, the, the curiosity. And yeah. The, we like see, so, yeah, they they like do it like your highest seller is a workhorse, your lowest seller is what they call dogs. Yeah, I yeah, find that to be like, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to share that with you. It's really interesting information once you break it all down and when it sells, too. Yeah. You know, like your highest sellers sell at a certain point of the night, it's when you know you have your highest level of clientele and then you know demographics play a role you know price point everything it's just really interesting to see that information on paper to decipher it and get oh, totally, to the yeah. nitty gritty of it well cool I'll fucking yeah. leave you guys alone you guys you have wanna, been here all night you want to wrap this up here we, uh, we, we do have uh, three hours and 16 minutes of content that I have to sift through yeah, this was awesome. Thank you. This for was very cool. I am. Uh, you guys are so welcome. I'm very, very grateful that yeah. I got the message from you to, cool. just to sit down and do this. I was very stoked about yeah, it. Man. I'm like, of course I would do this, man. It sounds yeah. awesome. I wish I could have spent a little more time a little earlier to give you guys the opportunity to hit this shit in real well, time. If you want to just like but. get together one time and just discuss the rest of your brand, you're more than welcome, dude. Yeah, whenever. Let me know. I'm down. Very cool. I'm down. I don't have. Anything scheduled for the rest of the year except mid-November, you know, my solidarity okay, so for uh, abortion rights. So that rights. means you have the rest of the year for me to text you and then you do not respond. 
Listen, man, I get, I get, I get snip mid-November. Yeah, but my shit's way tighter than go, the rest. Go Roe v. Wade. Um, I mean, respect, I feel that. Yeah. But, like, my shit I'm sending is, is, like, way tighter than the rest of the shit you're getting sent. What are you talking about? Respond to my shit first. Like, oh, today, you I'm mean like, messages. Hey. I'm like, hey, is Blindside New Metal? Oh. And then you're like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It's like the European stuff. It's not affected by American, like, trash culture, like everything else. That you heard that? Shout out Chris Plant. He became new go. metal. Yeah. Well, I, I very side. much appreciate you asking me and Greg to do this. Thank you guys for coming. This Letting was fun. Monopolize I really monopolize an entire table during yeah. a rush. No, this is cool. I feel this bad. is great exposure. I, I even I asked Emily, I'm like, yo, do you want me to move? No. She's like, no, 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 do your thing. Because you I, I felt bad. No. So thank you very yeah. much for asking That's us to fun. do this. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I yeah. got to eat a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah, come back out for the next um, one. When we do the next meet one, the come wonderful uh, creators of the yeah. different dishes. That was yeah. a lot of fun getting to Stavi's meet them. Uh, the second timer here. And like howdy, I howdy. Said, and like I said earlier, it is amazing to watch some of these young kids that you have hired yeah working them. Yeah. Dude, so I many mean, people don't get the opportunity to be creative or to put their input in and feel heard yeah. in this environment it's like i want them to experience it whether they try with 25 percent effort or 100 percent effort i want them to at least try and feel heard so when somebody eats something that they made and they're like that was awesome if they feel affected by it maybe it it makes them want to cook for a living you know like i when i went to college i went for philosophy got a degree in that went for nursing decided i don't like helping people <laughs> i mean i mean that <laughs> I, say, Jesus, fuck. I say that respectfully but yet also well, like, how, do you, how do you put that another way god damn it man I'm sorry. It's Ryan Seacrest out. It's a that's that's what it is though, right? Like I went to nursing school, nailed it. Had like a really shitty experience in my clinicals, and was like, man, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to help. I went to college Um, for a handful of things, and one of them was super food based. Like the most food based college thing you could have did. And when I'm doing it, I'm like, you know what? I don't like this. Yeah. Turns out I do like this. I just don't want to do it in that regard. Yeah. Because at the time, I'm like, I'm working at a bike shop. I'm living life on my own terms. I'm getting drunk in an alley all the time, and my life is awesome. Yeah. There's a nuance. There's a romance to it. And, like, in a lot of cases, like, like any profession, but when you choose to use this one, it's very, uh, it's very, um, Degrandized in the sense that, like, yes, it seems very romantic, but yet it's incredibly abusive on paper. And both of those things are so unreasonably true. And I'm here to break the stigma, but yet also, like, show that there's light beyond that. You know, you get into it because you're like, oh shit, I could be on TV, I could be a top chef. Then you start doing it and you're washing dishes for two years or you're a manager at McDonald's. You don't have to do that. You also don't have to, like, you know, 
do the opposite side of that either. You don't have to be famous either to love what you do. Like, it's not... You don't you know. have to be famous. You don't have to be this Instagram-ass renowned yeah. chef. I'm sure it helps. But you don't I mean, have yeah, to be so that. It's, it's a bit... And to get there, you got to go through some bull-ass yeah. shit. That shit's sure. hollow. That shit's hollow anyway. Like, you know, like, right, I've like, met a lot of the famous folks that are out there. They're not... Like, Matty Matheson, not that cool of a guy, I'm sure. I'm sure on paper. You've never met him? No, have you? Yeah, a is bunch he, of times. And is, is he worthy of all this, like, dick riding he gets? Yes and no. See? He's no different than me. Exactly. His personality is, like, he's 99% a me. He's, a, he's a, a chubby guy with a punk rock ethos who likes to smoke mead. And that's fine. And if you can make a career out of that, respect. I just, I mean, I just didn't. Yeah. And I print t-shirts. He used to roll with a bunch of hardcore bands. He cooks for a living. He's basically. Did you go turnstile last No, no way. I've already right, seen him three times this year. Let's wrap this up and you can talk. Okay. Oh, fair. Ah. Fair enough. I understand. Well. Thanks for coming, guys. I appreciate you. Major shouts to Darren. Yep. Major shouts to Dana. Major shouts to Braden. Major shouts to who's back there, Rocky. Uh, the whole staff here. Um, I have not left this brand because I, eat my own I, have, I have no interest in not being part of this umbrella until I die. Oh, I thanks. love this company. I love all the brands under the umbrella. I love my job. I love what I do. I oh, love all the people involved. I love Darren. Thank um, you. I will, like, I don't, like, work here. I only come in because I like these people. And that says something. You Thank know you. what I'm saying? Appreciate you, Doc. It's just something I do, like, literally for fun. You're the man. And I'm happy about that. So thank you very much for asking us to come out of here and do this and try your crazy stuff. Um, thank you for letting us monopolize a really good table during a busy-ass night. Um, I had a lot of fun. I appreciate it, dude, and I appreciate you. Um, thank you for everything. You're welcome. I love you. Likewise, baby. Greg, thank you very much. Oh, so much. It was a pleasure. Let's do it again. Yep.